Okay. Wait, let's do this then. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Get a little, little sip of juice. Sip harder. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> mm. Creamy Start ASMR. With that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, Lloyd. A little slow tonight, isn't it? Hello and welcome back to the Salt River Movie Club podcast. This is episode three. Um, this is not the episode that we said was coming next. Uh, we are delaying that slightly because we decided we wanted to do a little review of the year kind of episodes that kind of yeah you know, talking about talking about all the big releases in various forms of media <laughs> but mainly movies of a, the the dread year 2020 it's <laughs> a special episode of, yeah 2020 year yes. in review what yeah, a traitor <laughs> uh, if this is your first time listening uh, we are three members of the band salt river shakedown and um, mm. we do blues rock, classic rock, but this podcast is not about that band. This podcast is about movies, movies that we like and movies that we don't like, all that stuff. I'll work out a snappier intro to this podcast eventually, but this is this is what we got so far. <laughs> One day. <laughs> my tired, my tired, half asleep <laughs> voice just rambling through this. Um, Same. Yes, so I am I am Jake, I am the drummer, and I am your host for this evening. Um, I am Alex, I am the guitarist. Hello. 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 Hello, hello, hello. I'm Sean. I play bass, and I'm also a part-time Toto the dog stunt man. <laughs> you, can, you couldn't have sounded less enthused there, Sean. <laughs> part, hello, part-time, part-time Toto the dog. Uh, hello. <laughs> it, it pays the bills. Um, right. Yes. Um, first of all, thank you if you have uh, tuned in for the first two episodes. Uh, we really star first proper episodes where we discuss a movie if you don't know by the way the concept of this podcast is each episode which is two a month we take one movie we sit down we watch it together and then we just analyze it in depth that is the general idea behind it and the idea is that it is a movie club so you're encouraged to watch along uh, with the movies that we watch however we're not doing that this week um but thank you if you tuned in for the last one. We released our first proper episode like that on Christmas Day, which in hindsight, possibly not the best day to release a podcast. No That's fine. To a podcast on Christmas Day. It's <laughs> fine. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's fine. It was on uh, Scrooge starring Bill Murray and we had a good time talking about that. Yes. Uh, but yeah. yes. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about <laughs> 2020. Ooh, the Ooh. terrible year. <laughs> The year that will henceforth be known as oh god, not that one, uh, <laughs> or the year that never happened, like nineteen eighty two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, oh, okay, <laughs> Sean, you, you weren't even born then. I know. None of us <laughs> were born then. What I just picked a random year. <laughs> I like. The, I like. I like that you said that. Like, like you had to be born. <laughs> you guys don't know. Yo, I'm you the youngest there. one. <laughs> Young whippersnapper. I'm the uh, closest to 1982, damn it. <laughs> that is true, you're the oldest, to be fair. Only by a year, but yes, oh. you're the oldest. Yes. Um, Sean, are, are, are you recording with your mic, eh? Yeah, why? Cool, I just can't see it, that's why. <laughs> it's just like, I was like so what? confused. It's just because it's, it's not on screen. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's coming through to us through the, through the 
the medium of portrait. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually <laughs> I'm sending rapid carrier carrier pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. I'm I'm getting them live and reading them out. Yeah, I'm getting the Morse um, code right here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. What was that, Sean? <laughs> Yeah, and I'm editing all of that out, um, <laughs> slaving away for you. No, all. you're not. That has to stay in. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. So, first of all, how do we feel about that year that just happened? I uh, think that it was. I feel that for us as a band, it was good, and otherwise, it was awful. <laughs> yeah, and it was also both of those things as a band because. Yeah, we released yeah. two of our, mo- our our two most successful singles to date, uh-huh. uh, and uh, got a new singer, got a new a keyboard player, awesome things. But also, we've played three shows, yeah, <laughs> so, oh, which is really God. depressing. It's actually grim. I know. I, I thought that. I thought about that yesterday. I was like, I only played three gigs last year. That's so yeah. grim. It's by far the least we've done in so long. I know. Totally. Um, oh, it sucks. Yeah, we usually average what like. Well, like at least at of, least one a month. Yeah, so at least one a month. So absolutely yeah. minimum twelve gigs a year, but usually way more than that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, and norm- normally a tour in there as well. So yeah, and then some um, um, and then like, like acoustic wee things and whatever. Do you yes. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh well, um, you can't can't uh, dwell on it too much. This year yeah, will be nah, better, nah. hopefully. We're post lockdown. What's interesting about us is we are an extremely busy band, whether this would have happened or not, because we did the music video and a lot of new singles. It just shows you what you can do, what we can achieve under the like the worst circumstances possible. So if we can do that under these conditions, then do you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like when yeah, when totally. things get back to normal, it'll be good to see what we can get up to. Right. I think that's enough ego stroking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We're a good you, band. You, Listen to you fuckers <laughs> better, come, better come to a gig when we're back on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I came um, from the movie podcast. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a weird year because, you know, like, so like in, in terms of like music and TV and like even games and things like that, the, the pandemic had an effect but not like a crazy huge one like especially games it didn't seem like it slowed it down much at all mm-hmm. um because they were able to you know developers were able to finish things at home movies just stopped for like six months there i know yeah. really weird like it's see, and, and just like, closed yeah and the only benefit to that that i can see like from a selfish point of view is that like i got to see jurassic park in the cinemas <laughs> <laughs> which was absolutely class and I never thought I'd be able to see that movie in the cinema do you yeah. know what I mean I was the same yeah. when they showed Empire as well I was like oh, oh. yeah that's yeah. what I was going to say actually it's like, like a, a bunch of my favourite experiences movies wise this year was uh, that weird little period where lockdown kind of ended and they opened up the cinemas again mm-hmm. but there was no new movies mm-hmm. yeah yeah so they just they just re-ran a bunch of old classics uh, especially the cinema where you work at Sean which I became a frequent visitor to for, for a while there I should probably um, explain just real quick this year I thought it was after the first lockdown uh, the Odeon Cinema that we all well me and Jake frequent and I work at started showing old films like Jurassic Park was one Matrix as well mm-hmm. Lost Boys Dog Soldiers, stuff like that. Old films to sort of recuperate the losses. Uh, It Mm -hmm. was massively successful. It was yeah. I saw uh, in in that brief couple months. I saw uh, Jurassic Park. I saw Matrix. I saw Empire Strikes Back. I saw Batman Begins. I saw Akira as well. 
So I saw Akira. I saw Cabin in the Woods. Uh, <laughs> really? Wow. I, Cabin in yeah, the Woods was there. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I did Batman Begins and Empire in the same day, actually. <laughs> so you did? Because I was yeah. there for Empire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, um, it was a good time. Yeah, no, I just yeah, it, it, was, it yeah. was. It was it was nice as like a sort of cinema's been closed for a while. I can't see new movies, but then you kind of go back to this kind of warm fuzzy kind of look at these movies you love you know yeah totally um, yeah. when I was watching Jurassic Park I was just imagining Sam Neill sitting there in his pure mansion just like, like giggling, <laughs> giggling in his Irish accent like <laughs> money you live in a farm <laughs> he lives in a farm that guy does he really uh, in, yeah in Australia yeah that's oh, so he does yeah, oh yeah. he's not Irish is he he's, he's New Zealand isn't he I'm not really. Oh, he's, he I think seems, he's part Irish and part. He's dead. Yeah, I'm looking. At or him. he lived there for a while or something. I don't yeah. really know. He, he, yeah. Um, I think. I think but, he yeah. is part New Zealand mm-hmm. or something. Yes. Pull that up, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Yeah, he was born in Northern Ireland uh, and okay. he moved to New Zealand. So he's like. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's part part both. Yeah. Yes. Samuel. Samuel, if you're listening. What, what a dude you are. We love you. <laughs> we love you, Sam Neil. Sam Neil. <laughs> we, should, we should make up, like, we should eventually get merch and just have, like, we love you, Sam Neil t shirts. <laughs> he's the, now the official mascot of the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he's beautiful. Cheers. Cheers, Sam. Sam, Sam do, do you fancy doing another Jurassic Park movie? <laughs> can, you, can you do uh, Event Horizon? What's two, that please? movie where he gets lost with that wee kid <laughs> in the woods? Oh, Hunter the I love that's one of my favourite movies. Jurassic Park three. <laughs> that's so true. It's the same movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, um, yep. no, Hunt for the World People would take, that, take a Waititi movie. That's a great. Um, I love that film so much. Yeah, that's a sure. really, really good movie. He was really um, good in Peaky Blinders as well. Just to say. Oh, oh yeah, he is in that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Never and he plays that. an Irishman. He's yeah. amazing in it. <laughs> Yeah, I, the Peaky Blinders <laughs> is a show that I there's a, I have a string of shows that I tried to watch during like college like essay stress mm. and just didn't take them in and like just I ended up just patching them after like four episodes. I included Boardwalk Empire, The Wire, and uh, Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Oof. The Wire, is, the Wire in particular was a big mistake because it's already confusing as fuck as it is. But right, yeah, uh, that's fair. Yes. Shall we get Phone, down? Stop vibrating. Get down to brass tacks and get these. Yes. Start our lists off. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. So, well, first thing we're going to talk about, we're not going to talk about movies. First of all, we are going to talk about uh, a few different things. Um, firstly, I think we should talk about the music we listened to yes. this year. Because uh, music did keep coming. Music music didn't really slow down that much. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it did for a little bit, like a good few yeah. months. Like what af- after the releases that were already meant to be out and then like like artists were just like no we just need to release music like mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. they kind of realised that they just had yeah. to I think Foo Fighters have recently realised that I think they were postponing their new album for the ages were, and yeah. they were just like fuck it we need to release this <laughs> yeah Dave Grohl's sort of Hanukkah celebration things he's been doing on YouTube I love in particular them. have been have been excellent yeah yeah <laughs> yeah with Greg Kirsten who's like a boss hi <laughs> hi um, so yeah, we're going to talk about music because it's, it really is the main thing we know as much as we like to talk, think we're experts on movies, yeah, our totally. area very much is music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, Fair. uh, who wants to go first? You want to have a little chat about some music you listen to this year? 
Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, okay. Um, right, so I've got... Right, so we were told to give our album of the year by Mr. <laughs> Jake Rogan over here. Jake? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, so... So I have came up with three because I could not decide. So first of all, <laughs> that's fair. So I've got three as well. <laughs> one one of the big ones was uh, I don't I don't I don't think the guys listen to him much, but Jacob Collier he released he's basically okay. he's been releasing um, like uh, uh, basically four albums in a row that are all like connected and like mm-hmm. each one like signifies like a different part of the day. Like they're called Jesse Volume One, Two, Three, and Four. Okay. So, okay. Okay. And it's cool. like the first one is like kind of morning, the second one's like kind of afternoon, the third one's like night, and the third one came out this year, and it's like it's just phenomenal, like it's mental. It's been nice. it's been uh, cool. nominated for Grammy Album of the Year as well. Oh wow! And it's just it's just awesome. It's like very R and B kind of good good shit. But That's he doesn't cool. he doesn't like conform to like any genre though. Like this one's like R and B, but the last one will have like jazz and like. It'll have Steve Vai playing a guitar solo on it, and you'll be like, "What is going on?" Do you know what I mean? It's just what? like mental stuff. Um, the next one is El Dorado by Marcus King, uh, and okay. that that one Solid. was produced by the Black Keys guitarist and songwriter Dan Arabak, nice. which okay. is awesome. So that's his like first proper solo album. Like he's in okay. a band called the Marcus King Band, but it's like that's like a group of musicians that always play with each other kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. that album's amazing. And the third one is, uh, it's a live album by uh, a band called the Teske Brothers. Oh, and yeah, it's sure, yeah, li- live at the Forum, and that's just, like, insane. They they recorded it, like, old school with, like, a pure massive tape machine off to the side of the stage. And, like, had, <laughs> nice. the guy had to mix it live and all that. It's, like, insane. Wow. So, no, it's awesome. So that's, that, my, th- that's my three of the year. That's pretty fun. Do you have, cool. a, do you have a number one pick out of those? Number one, probably just because of the, like... I like them all for different things. Like the live at the forums, great because it's just like totally live and minimalist. And then like Jess, like the Jacob Collier one is just the complete opposite of that. Um, <laughs> but I, I would probably go for Jacob Collier. That's probably inspired me nice. the most. Nice. Hi. I've I not listened to any of them. <laughs> Hi. Well, there you go. There's your top three. Have at them. That's, cool. that's pretty good. Uh, Sean, well, what about you? What have you listened uh, to this year? So I kind of listened to a mixture of older music and I only listened to like two, maybe two new albums this year. <laughs> like two albums right. that came out that year, even or 2020 or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'll start off with the, the, two, the two, I've got four. I've got, I'm going to start with two that I kind of discovered this year and then two mm-hmm. that came out this year or I keep cool. saying this yeah, year. Uh, so the first one is, uh, is Wolfpack's album called Hill Climber. Which I f- first for the first time sat and listened to the whole way through it. It's just a brilliant selection of tunes. Uh, any h- highlights off of that would be Darwin Derby, which is actually my number one so- played song on Spotify right now. Nice. Um, Gotta get that worm. <laughs> right. Uh, the next one is one that Jake showed me, which is Jamiroquai, which I have listened to oh, nonstop. For the last yeah. like six months, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, I converted you. From the <laughs> yeah. And the album was "Traveling Without Moving," uh, which has a couple of yeah. my favorite songs on it. But it's not got my favorite song on it, which is "Canned Heat," and I love that song so much. Nice. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, the two albums that came out this this year. The first one is Inter Shikari's album called <laughs> Nothing Is True and Everything Is Possible, which uh, I kind of skipped the last couple of albums that they did because I wasn't feeling it. And I, I came back to it thinking, oh, it'll just be the same thing, but I'll give it a shot anyway. <laughs> and it's absolutely my favourite album that they've ever done. Nice. It's you've so got different. A, and it recently got, got nominated. <laughs> You've got a tattoo, don't you, of them? I do. I have the Shikari Triangle on my right arm. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm saying one nice like I don't know that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're a brilliant band. They released two live albums as well, if I remember rightly. It's uh, Live at Alexandra Parade, which are brilliant to watch as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other album, which might actually be my pick for the year, uh, is Ninja Sex Party's album, The Prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> not bad nice <laughs> that album is fucking incredible <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that <laughs> do you like my, wee, my wee curveball um, <laughs> see I didn't actually know it, I didn't actually realise it came out until someone went oh yeah I really like that song that you've not heard before I was like what what song and then yeah, yeah. I listened to it I was like oh my god this is amazing uh, the song was Welcome to My Parents' House. It's ah, okay. so funky. You guys will love it, I promise. Okay. <laughs> I've actually not listened to it. As, as a bigger fan of Danny Sykes' Bang as I am, I have not listened to it yet. It's yeah, such, such a good album. It's better than yeah. Cool Patrol, which was their last album. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to quickly fact check something you said. Uh, mm-hmm. The Chikari live album, Live at Alexandra Where? Alexandra Parade is that, is that not what it was called? Or am I thinking of something? Alexandra Parade is a location like a like a train station in Glasgow. What what is it called again? Hang on, <laughs> Alexandra Park maybe. Uh, let me check. Alexandra Palace. That's why I got Alexandra Palace. Okay, my bad. It's Alexandra Palace. I'm just <laughs> Parade. I thought I was like that doesn't sound right in my head, and then I completely yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Alexandra Palace. Just played, played in, in Glasgow. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fuck like it. I was just sitting here like. That, that can't be right. <laughs> I mean, they've recorded in Glasgow. I think yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, what yeah, about cool. you, Jacob? Listen. Yes, what yes. about you? Uh, so, uh, Sean, yes. how how dare you not listen to much new music this year? I am appalled. I definitely did not do the exact same. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, guys. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, no, I, I very much sort of fell back into, like, just comfort foods music and, like, uh, same. Yeah. Yeah, to, I cope, know what you to mean. cope with everything. Yeah, yeah, so I listened to a lot of stuff that I already was a big fan of. Um, I kind of rediscovered Nirvana this year, which I was a huge fan of in high school. And I've always been a big fan, but I kind of rediscovered, like, fuck, mm. they are really good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Fair. But uh, I also, like, I discovered a few older bands properly that I hadn't mm-hmm. really listened to properly before. Um, for example, uh, a punk band called uh, Ceremony, who I now absolutely love. Their album, uh, Ronit Park, is incredible. Um, hadn't heard them at all before this year and discovered them and that album came out in like 2010 and it's it's awesome uh, started listening to uh, Sepultura the Brazilian metal band uh, oh yeah who are, who are awesome hold on what uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they are great uh, roots bloody roots anyway uh, <laughs> another punk band Turnstile really good um, I there was two bands that I probably should have listened to more before now and I somehow hadn't first of all System of a Down, who yes. I've always been a fan of. I've always like, liked yeah. a lot, a lot of their songs. But then I listened to Toxicity properly this year, and fuck me, that's a good album. It's so good. That's uh, my boy. And I, 
It's now become one of my favorite albums. Similarly, I somehow had never listened to Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. I forgot that's like, so weird. <laughs> I know, I know. I was like the perfect age for that album when it came out, and yeah, like, I just same. missed it. And I kind of sat down to discover it and just like, oh no, like the, the, the emos are right. This is really good. I'll never, I'll never forget when I first, I first listened to to My, my Chemical Romance. Listen to Black Parade. Listen to Danger Days. Oh, it's a really good band. Next day they broke up. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll Alex never Chris. forget that. <laughs> I, I did hear like more. I heard more Danger Days when that came out. Mm-hmm. At, I love Danger Days. I didn't, I, yeah, I, I knew I knew song. I knew Teenagers and Black Parade from the Black Parade, Black Parade album. But yeah, yeah. Just, mm. I never listened to it properly and kind of realized how like big and ambitious that album is. It's yeah, it's, cool. Cool. it's mental. Mm. Um, it's so good. Yes, moving on to some music that did come out this year though. <laughs> uh, there was a bunch of really great soundtracks this year i want to highlight first of all um, well i've got a wee honorable mention here as well that's a soundtrack okay that's fine um yeah no like um the soundtracks for tenet which i'm sure we'll talk about later on oh, yeah. um is by honorable by mention <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that i knew you were gonna say that i'll tell you what i'll let you kind of no 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 okay okay uh, i don't mind <laughs> um yeah ludwig garanson kind of taking over hans zimmer's usual spot on christopher nolan movie totally and, uh, doing very much in the style of Hans Zimmer, but yeah, yeah. like adding his own flavor to it, and it that, yeah. that soundtrack it kicks you. Punches, the, yeah, it, it does. It, it kicks in the kick, teeth, man. It was like it I'll it never forget that opening scene, like when they're all yeah, tuning oh, up God. and all that, and then it's just, just hits you. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, so yeah. good. It's mm. it's an amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Um, uh, two game soundtracks that so it's made this year: Last of Us Part Two. Oh, there is some incredible stuff in that. Like, um, I've, I've completely forgotten the composer's name. It's the same composer as the first game where he used like all acoustic guitars and kind of it was all kind of folk stuff and it was very, very kind of dark and gloomy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this time he worked with an electronic producer and they kind of brought in kind of did the same stuff, but also brought in kind of weird dance elements and it was, it was yeah, really cool. cool. Also, the soundtrack for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, however you feel about that game, uh, hey, <laughs> the soundtrack is amazing. That comes later. Gustavo Santolala. That's the guy. The guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's incredible. Um that soundtrack is it's heartbreaking, but it is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, D- just on a quick note, I thought you were gonna say Doom Eternal as your other choice for soundtrack. Doom Eternal would be honestly I haven't listened to Doom Eternal soundtrack that much yes. compared to the first one, but Bang uh, Yeah. That come, <laughs> this will all come later. We should I'll stop talking about it now, but that'll come later. Yeah, yeah no, man, Mick, Mick Gordon is a god. Um, Big Gordon. But yeah, no, that's in there as well. Um my two big actual kind of like albums I listened to this year, like a new music <laughs> was <laughs> first of all, probably my sort of number two uh, is Gorillaz, their new album mm-hmm. Song Machine. Oh, I haven't heard that yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Song Machine season one, which is a really weird project they're doing at the moment where instead of releasing full albums, they're kind of releasing like one single a month uh-huh. working with a different person every time. So not kind of trying to create an album because that, that is very like their last couple of albums we kind of criticized for like becoming too kind of bloated with features and kind of trying to do too much of like a concept and mm-hmm. like that kind of brought the albums down so i think the idea was he wanted to kind of make an album without trying to make an album yeah that's what he did and it's got features from uh robert smith from the cure it's got beck on there it's got ellen john on there Ooh. and it's uh mm. it's it's Easily the best album they've done since maybe Demon Days, like going that far back. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then my album of the year definitely is the new Idols album. 
uh, Ultra Mono, it's called, which... I, look, there's like it's not an album you can really kind of talk about in that much depth because it is just straightforward, great modern punk music, and it is mm. very angry, very witty, and uh, I love it so much. It's the most energetic thing I've listened to in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, That's pretty cool. Nice. I have tickets to see them live. I hope it goes ahead. <laughs> that yeah. Good. <laughs> when when is that set to be for? Uh, I think it was like. It was March or May, one of the M's. I can't remember. Now, right, okay, one of the M's. One of the M's. <laughs> I think it might have been May. Oh, uh, um, right. a quick honourable mention there that you've just reminded me. Talking about punk music, uh, mm-hmm. Fever Fever Three Three Three's EP "Wrong Generation" is another pick. Mm. I completely that's forgot not, that was not, there. Not listen to that, yeah, actually, yeah. it's really I'm, good. I'm a fan. Yeah. Um, also, to lead on from that, I have a question. Uh, interesting question. Uh, since 2020 was the year that nobody could go to see gigs. Is, was there any gig lined up for that year that you wanted to see but never got to see? Well, my my big one was I was going to go to uh, Reading and Leeds Festival oh. this year, and I was and where Idols were going to be playing. But more importantly, Raging is the fucking machine. We're going to be. Playing. I know. That's right, <laughs> I, I yeah. probably would have would have tried to go to that as well. Yeah, I would have went just, for that. That is an absolute bucket list band for me. Yeah, you know, oh, just, totally like, same. Uh, to see, I just want to see Morello like with his fist up in the air, like yes! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me um, some of that. Uh, some but of that yeah, um, any other honourable mentions you guys want to mention, or just um, yeah. just with my question there, I was meant to see a day to remember on my birthday. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. really sad. That's sad. Um, <laughs> any other honourable mentions? Uh, I think I'm alright. Actually, I think that's no. I, oh, I'll I say one more thing. I'll say mm. I know that Jake won't agree with this, but ACDC released a new album, right? <laughs> and I take my hats off to them, right, for being a band since 1970, right, and still releasing albums that kick ass. It is good shit. Yep. yep. You're, yeah. You're the, I was going to get to that. ACDC released their album again. <laughs> and, uh, again. <laughs> their same album. <laughs> Honestly, right. It's the, the same mis- beat, and I love it. Through the Mists of Time is the most different ACDC song in a good long while, right? I mean, it's a it's a low bar, Alex. Like, <laughs> I know, come that's, on. I know. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's a, it's a genuine tune. It's a good song. I like that song. Through the Mists of Time. Yeah, okay. I was going to mention a couple of kind of the bigger albums that came out this year, just kind of burn them off. I've not listened to, I think, any of these. Okay. <laughs> I feel quite ashamed as a music fan, but uh, okay. there was a new Tame Impala album early in the year, The Slow oh, Rush. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I listened new- to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've not. I I, I kind of stopped being a Team Impala fan after Lonerism. Okay, okay, Currents didn't do much for me, if I'm honest. But His yeah. music kind of turned into like shopping center music a wee bit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like like bit, you yeah. know, you walk into River Island and it's just like that kind of like beat yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I appreciate what that guy's doing, but it's just. I don't know. It doesn't work for me in the same way anymore. Lonerism yeah. and their first album, which I've completely forgotten the name of, are great. Though. I think he's a great. He's a great producer, though. He knows his drum sense. Absolutely. Like, yeah, he knows his drum yeah. sense. Um, what else? Uh, new Bruce Springsteen album, Letters to You. Um, <laughs> oh, I really want to listen to that bad boy. Are <laughs> <laughs> no, you not? Right? Alex, uh, did you did you remember the time we were meant to go and see Bruce Springsteen? Oh! <laughs> me and Sean, right? We're meant to go see Bruce Springsteen, right? Last minute, right? We go, go, free we go drive down there. The car breaks down, and instead we end up going to a chippy and going back home. <laughs> <laughs> that, how sad is that? 
I mean, and none of us, none of us were that disappointed either. We were like, oh, well. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> this chippy's, this chippy's pretty good anyway. <laughs> We've definitely just pissed off a bunch of Springsteen fans. But never mind. <laughs> Dude, when I was better. younger. I liked Bruce Springsteen purely for the fact that he played a Telecaster and I loved tellies. But like I never I li- never really liked his music that much. But. Wow. I like that you're so easily pleased. Yeah. Hey, a, I like that guitar. This is an absolute like gold mine just in the middle of this podcast. Just think about this for a second. We've my, we're gonna piss off so many Bruce Springsteen fans and no one else is gonna realise it even exists. That's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, power up by ACDC. Mm-hmm. Um, the, <laughs> Paul Excuse McCartney. Me. Paul, Paul McCartney. Album this year. In- interesting yeah. album. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've actually not heard it. Yeah, yeah he sings. Uh, it seems to me like he's singing a lot better on it. And like the the Egypt Station or whatever, the last album that he did mm. was very um, like auto-tune and kind of weird. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was it was actually Greg Kirsten that produced that as well, the, the Foo Fighters mm-hmm. like producer that's been doing oh, yeah, okay, okay. So he did that. So but nice. yeah, this one's very more back to kind of basics and like it's more natural sounding and stuff. Cool. That's yeah, no, yeah, I should definitely check that out. The, 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 the best the best fan. thing on it is the last song, um, which is actually a song that he recorded in the nineties with um the original okay. uh, Beatles producer. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Uh, uh, what's it called? Is it your favorite uh, because it's the last song on the album? Yeah, w- Winter Winter Birds, <laughs> but it's like young young Paul McCartney singing, so he sing, sings great, but it's an unreleased song. Oh, cool! So oh, okay, cool. That's it's George cool. Martin produced it and everything. So no, it's really Perfect. good. Nice. nice. Uh, what else came out this year? I I completely dropped off the of social media this year, so I missed a lot of this. But uh, uh, Lady Gaga released a new album uh, uh, called yeah. Oh yeah. God, my com- Adobe Flash Player is trying to. Install something. Leave me alone. <laughs> Go away, Adobe Flash install manager. Adobe is coming for you. Actually, in the same vein of pop artists releasing albums, Miley Cyrus is doing like new stuff is actually pretty good. It's it's interesting at the very so, least. So the yeah, thing like, is, right, with her stuff, and it's hmm. like really interesting for me because I was I, I was a ba- I was a fan of this band called California Breed, right? And this is a this was a band that I saw uh, when I went to see Slash play at the Hydro, and they opened up for them. And it was mm. Glenn Hughes on bass. Um, it was it was meant to be Jason Bonham, but it was what's the dude from Queens of Stone Age on drums? Uh, what uh, John Theodore? Uh, oh, guy. I know. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Joey Joey Castillo. Joey mm. Castillo on drums yeah. for that show, and a dude called Andrew Watt on guitar. It was just like a, at the time, he was just a young young kind of guitar player like early 20s oh, yeah, yeah, cool. long hair and all that but now he has basically evolved into this big time top 10 billboard producer he produces mm-hmm. all the pop music and he he did Ozzy's last album and everything he does all the Justin Bieber stuff all the Miley stuff it's like everything sounds the same because he's produced it it's like really <laughs> weird but he's like a guitarist so it's cool okay, that okay. he's kind of he's trying to bring that kind of guitar flavour back into pop music so you can see mm-hmm. how when Miley's got that kind of rocky edge that's because of him do you know what I mean that's pretty yeah, cool because he's, he's, he's a bro he's like insane guitarist like he's so good um, nice so I, no, I, I appreciate that that's nice. pretty cool um, yeah just a uh, couple of things Run the Jewels uh, I don't know them that well but they released a new album uh, Bob Dylan released a new album this year uh, 
like that that dude is still going <laughs> still going <laughs> he's, he's still ah, alive ah. Uh, I know uh, <laughs> my Bob Dylan impression he kind of sounds oh, like the guy yeah. from Galaxy Quest to be honest please <laughs> <laughs> commando uh, <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. So there's, I mean, there's some good stuff. We just do good, good music stuff. this year. Good oh, stuff. Good music. I'm still waiting on my Paolo Natini album. Mon Paolo, we're speaking to you. <laughs> Give us a new album. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yep. We, we definitely are. Uh, <laughs> yep. Alec is definitely not the, one of the three people that still <laughs> listens to Paolo Natini. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Mate, uh, the last album he did was gorgeous. It's so good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, let's move on uh, okay. from albums. Let's talk about some TV this year. Yes, uh, TV. It was actually a pretty good year for TV. There's some pretty great stuff. Pretty good year. I've only got two listed that I can remember, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. I'm, sure, okay. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's loads, but these are the these are the, the two that stood out for me as being my favorite of the year. Um, okay, and I've got some honorable mentions that didn't come out this year. So okay. first of all, The Mandalorian. Season two, number one for me. It's so good. Sean is head in his hands, and I don't know why, but you need to watch this. You need to watch it. Call call yourself a Star Wars fan. I am a Star Wars fan. No, you're not. It is the best Star Wars in ages, and I love it. Um, Again, composed by Ludwig Granson, who we were talking about earlier. I do love Ludwig. And Haunting of Bly Manor, I've got as one mother. That's my top two. Interesting. Okay. I actually have that in a kind of slightly disappointing section, if I'm honest. Really? But, uh, I, 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 yeah. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, the no, twists I, and turns. I really liked it, but especially compared to Hill House, I just found it was it didn't do as much for me. There was a couple of really great episodes, but it mm-hmm. just wasn't as interesting overall. Um, yeah. I rewatched but, uh, Hill House after watching Bly Manor and oh my mm-hmm. God, is it good, man? You could just... I can oh, Hill House is incredible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, One of the best was, series of all time. Yeah, was, that was probably my show of the year when that came out, which I don't remember what year that was now, but... Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's one of those things where... I, I think that's the f- one of the first times that I've been properly terrified by like a character in a show. <laughs> like, you know, like the bent neck lady when she sees her oh, yeah. in the car... When you know when she's driving, yeah. like, and it just comes down from under, it's like, oh my god! I just got yeah, shivers yeah. there just thinking about it. Uh, but the, and the way they build on that is amazing. Uh, I've got yeah. some honourable mentions. So, some shows that got me through the first part of lockdown mm-hmm. was Taken, which was the season the the TV show that uh, Steven Spielberg did. Like back in the early 2000s. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the Taken TV show as in the Liam Neeson franchise. No, <laughs> no, no. So this is, this is like a, a kind of mini series that he did about like, right. like a sci-fi mini series that was like exploring like abductees and stuff. It wasn't true or anything like that, but it was like a really, it was like a story that took you through like something like three generations of characters. So mm. the first season you'd see them like quite young and then it would time skip and do you know what I mean? It was really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it had like loads of ties in with like the US military and all that. Like it's really nice. cool. Okay. Very Spielberg very Spielbergy. Ooh. And X Files, which I started. Which <laughs> yeah, of course. was was really good. <laughs> and I'm still kinda watching it. I've seen the first few seasons. Clone Wars, nice. obviously. We've been talking yeah, about that mm. before. <laughs> and the US Office, which I discovered at the start of lockdown. Which Fair. is amazing. 
So I, that's my honourable mentions. Not bad. Excellent. Uh, Sean, did you watch any TV this year? Uh, very little. I watched maybe, okay. <laughs> I watched a couple of new things actually, so I can I have something to talk about at least. Um, the first one that I kind of watched a little bit of, and I was actually kind of disappointed by it, and it, this might be a controversial opinion actually. Uh, do you guys, have you guys heard of Good Omens? David Tennant series. I have seen the first five minutes of the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kind of switched off. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I watched the first couple of episodes and I was kind of disappointed by it. I was bored. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm quite like good for kind of knowing when something's bad like for me if I don't like it anyway like if I don't like something and I, I know like I know if I like or don't like something within the first like two minutes do you yeah, know what I mean right. like yeah, I can yeah. just tell and I was just watching this and I was just like nah mate sorry <laughs> this, this, just, this just looks shit uh, I should also I should also iterate that I am not a tv person uh, yeah I you are not don't no. watch tv um, but I have watched a couple of series. I did watch a, a fair amount of Peaky Blinders, actually, because, uh, yeah, I actually quite like the series. Um, yeah. A new thing that came out this year, actually, that I can talk about, I actually have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys heard of a TV show called Reality Z? It was on Netflix for a while. No. So it's so. it's a Brazilian horror show, uh, horror series uh, based okay. on the UK version of Dead Set. I don't know if you've heard of Dead Set. Oh yeah, 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 I remember Dead Set. Yeah, I never watched it, but yeah. yeah. To, just to is explain, this some z- is a zombie thing. Yes, uh, it's just yes. to explain. Dead Set is uh, like <laughs> it's such a weird concept to try and explain Big Brother to someone who doesn't know what it is. <laughs> they take loads of like washed up celebrities, stick them in a house, and watch them for several weeks. Yeah. Uh, but in this version, the zombie apocalypse happens while the celebrities are in the house, uh, and they don't know what's happened. And Reality Z is like the, oh, is the Brazilian remake. If you want to watch it, watch Reality Z instead of Dead Set. Dead Set gets really terrible towards the end, but Reality is Z actually is good. Is it actually good. good or is it shit? It's really good. I love zombie <laughs> things. I think it might be like at least in my top three zombie related uh, right. media. And okay. the, the only other thing I could talk about that I'm interested in is Lovecraft See- Country. Lovecraft Country. See, I don't, I don't know okay. if I can trust you in saying anything's good because you thought Mortal Engines was good. <laughs> There's a, it's my thing. It's my style of thing. It's like I feel like I feel like like I feel like you care more about like the style and like the aesthetic of a TV show rather than like the writing. That's what worries me. For, Mortal Engines was a movie. Are you, whatever of, of, of a, a video content thing. <laughs> no, but like on visual a- media. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but honestly, like genuinely, I think Reality Z is is really good. I thought it cool. was very nice. well made. It is in Brazilian, so you you do have to watch it with subtitles. Oh uh, fuck that! I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> it's good though. Honestly, I swear to God, it's good. No, I'm kidding. Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> And Lovecraft just like this TV show is brilliant. By the way, it's so good. By the way, it's in Brazilian. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's it's good. I promise. That's fair. I liked it. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, One last Lovecraft, thing. Lovecraft. Yes. Uh, Lovecraft Country. I saw it advertised. It's something that completely passed me by, and I really want to watch it. I uh, yeah. yeah. I um. I was going to talk about Lovecraft Country briefly. 
I, I actually, I, I, I wasn't joking. I have a section on slight disappointments of the year. Okay. Because <laughs> it was a couple of things I was really looking forward to that just kind of yeah. didn't quite meet what I wanted. Uh, Bly Manor was one of them. I've already talked about that a little bit. See, I, you, I still, you, you liked that though when it came out because I mind you I saw was, it and you were buzzing about it. So it I must was, be the afterthought of it. It was, to be honest. Yeah, like I, was lo- I loved the first half of it. And I think there is episodes of it that reach the heights of Hill House, but I just overall, as a complete story, it just left me a little cold compared to the Hill House. I think. Um, do you think it's because you're comparing it to Hill House, though? Like, see if you think and, of it as its own thing, because it is a very different style. I think. No, totally. Yeah, because like, it's I mean, not as much scary as maybe a wee bit ominous and a bit. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the comparison is unavoidable. But no, just just in general, like, I just it didn't grab me uh, in the same way. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember watching that, and then I remember I was walking about like the like a shopping center, mm. and I walked past like two people, and they were just chatting about it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it's not <laughs> it's not as scary as the other one." I just knew what they were talking about because everyone was watching <laughs> it at the time. It was so funny. Blast <laughs> for me. Um, Lovecraft Country. I do have in my slight disappointment section. If I'm honest, it was a, a pretty great first episode. What is um, this? I don't know what this is. It's a it's an HBO thing and it is it's a really weird concept. It's 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 about it's a sort of sci-fi horror thing mm-hmm. set in a version of the real world where HP Lovecraft's books also happened. If that makes sense, like 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 we're in HP Lovecraft's world, but in the fifties rather than in the eighteen hundreds, like Lovecraft is. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and it's using that to talk about like racism in the fifties and like there's a there's a lot of interesting ideas going on. So it's basically it's a sort of drama about, you know, racism in the fifties, but with Lovecraftian hell beasts and Right, you know. yeah. That sounds cool. Um, <laughs> what happened to um Jordan Peele's series? I heard oh, that his he, um I'll quickly look up what you're talking about. Is his Twilight Zone show? Yeah, his Twilight Zone, yeah. Because I was quite looking forward to that, but apparently... Yeah, I think it came out 2019-ish and didn't do that well, unfortunately. Didn't do that well? Oh, that's a shame. No, no. But yeah, no. No, Lovecraft Country was pretty pretty good first episode and then, I don't know, it was just kind of a mess. Mm. (laughs) I know a lot of people really liked it, but it just... Something about it just did not work for me. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's hard for TV shows to keep it after that first episode. Yeah, yeah, do you know totally. what I mean? Like if yeah. it's got a really good pilot and then it's just after that, mm. it just gets a bit rubbish. Yeah. I'll talk about one more slight disappointment because I don't want to be too negative for too long. But uh, BBC's Dracula. What the fuck happened with that? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't watch it. I didn't even know I, it was I, I can't actually remember if it came out. It might have been like early January or it might have been just before New Year last it, year. It was but early January, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, it just... I don't know. Like, I know a lot of people really like the first episode. And I like parts of the first episode, but it just had that BBC thing of being a oh, bit no. smug and oh, like very yeah. kind of aware of its own cleverness. And then apparently, I didn't watch past the first episode because it just really put me off. Oh. And then apparently, it just got really terrible by the third, the third episode. Right? Yeah. Um, it's got Stephen so, Moffat yeah. as a writer. Come on, how is it? Oh, I, I I do not like Stephen Moffat at all. If I'm honest, like he he's. <laughs> He really bugs me as a writer. <laughs> I think um, he's got good ideas. I don't think he's a, a, like fucking stellar yeah. writer. But I think he's got good ideas. Absolutely. Yeah, One. Yeah. Um, um, I'll actually weigh in with something like um, mm. a TV show that I thought was good, 
um, mm-hmm. that's kind of it, well, I had it, the season two came out this year uh, was his Dark Materials. Oh, oh yeah, I watched that. God, BBC, I it's two very, very about good. It. Is it good? Nice. Very good. I was, I was in two minds. Way minds better than the Golden Compass. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's better than the Golden Compass. <laughs> I, to be fair, I did like that movie when I was younger, but like I refuse you to can watch tell it as an is, adult. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that this is definitely better than, like, it's more faithful to the books. Sure, like, you can just okay. tell. Yeah, fair yeah, play. I yeah, yeah I, I refuse to watch it as an adult because I've got that nostalgia factor of I loved it as a kid and I'm not going to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Because everyone's in it's bad. Yeah, yeah no, definitely, um, g- definitely give that a go because it is it's very good. I will watch yeah, that. no, I've, I've heard I've heard good things. Um, right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to my actual like yes. things I liked because this this is going yeah, go long, longer it. than I planned. Go for it. Um, <laughs> what did I like this year? Um, I really I was the person <laughs> that really really enjoyed Hunters on Amazon Prime. Hunters. Uh, I loved that show. See, uh, and I know. Yes. Yeah, that is one of those ones where I thought it had a great first few episodes. Definitely the first episode, and it just gave you that shock factor. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then from then, it just didn't feel like it went anywhere. I see, for me, for not, me, for me. Yeah, no, you're not the only person to say that. I've heard that quite a lot, and I, 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 I don't get it. I like, I, I thought yeah. it stayed consistently great throughout. I loved that show so much, uh, and just had such a blast with it. Al Pacino just chewing the scenery, <laughs> like absolutely loving life, and with that incredibly thick accent. And I do like yeah, about Al Pacino. Yeah, it's 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 essentially Wolfenstein the TV show. If you don't know what it is, it, it's, oh, oh. it's 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 not well, well, not actually no. Man in High Castle is essentially Wolfenstein the TV show, but it's got bits of that in it. It's mm-hmm. very Tarantino. Yeah, I, my interest. I, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, check it out. Uh, yes, and agree with me because I'm right. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, one of the few um, good Amazon Prime shows. <laughs> Ooh. Um. Uh, two great Star Wars TV things happened this year. First of all, obviously the Mandalorian is the one that everyone's talking about, and they really what it deserves it. It really was amazing. Uh, season two, well, season one and two both actually came out in the UK this year. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, season two, I think, were actually surpassed season one. I think it was. I think it was better. Um, loved mm-hmm. it. But the other thing was the finale of Clone Wars, which I won't get into in detail because Alec is working his yeah. way through the show right now. Yeah. But, mm. oh my God, it yeah. was amazing. <laughs> the The final four episodes in particular, if they were just released as a movie, uh-huh. it would genuinely be on a par with Empire Strikes Back for me. Nice. It was incredible. Ooh. I'm um, excited. I'm getting there. I'm like almost there. I'm really he's going to blitz the rest of it. Started, started season six. So, um, Another wee show that I watched recently that was 2020 that I really enjoyed was... Like I watched it during the kind of Halloween period when kind of Halloweeny things were kind of popping out, and that mm. was uh, Truth Seekers, which is uh, oh yeah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. It's another Amazon Prime one, but it's actually very very good. You kind of go into it and thinking, oh, it's just just like a wee daft thing, but mm. it it it's got the wee spooks like the fun kind of Ghostbuster kind of things, yeah, and yeah, it's totally. kind of got that kind of kind of fun vibe, but it's really good. <laughs> And it kind of ends on a kind of wee cliffhanger as well, so there'll be a def- definitely a se- another season, like probably <laughs> nice. next next Halloween or whatever. Uh, two more shows I want to mention: uh, Gangs of London on Sky. 
um, by Gareth Evans, who is the director of the Raid movies and Apostle. I am a huge Gareth Evans fan, and the Raid movies are incredible. We're going to do both Raid movies on this podcast at some point, by the nice. way. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, so subscribe for that because that's going to be a blast. Because Alec has not seen them. Sean, have you seen Raid Two? Yeah, you just seen them <laughs> I've seen them. Both. Okay, right, I, love <laughs> the, I love the Raid movies. Cool. Okay, just checking. Um, Gangs of <laughs> London was his first TV show, and it is everything you'd want a Gareth Evans TV show to be. It is, without a doubt, the most violent thing I've ever seen on TV. It's yeah. possibly the most violent thing I've seen in anything, <laughs> to be honest. It's really oh unpleasant to watch in places, but if you can stomach that, it cool. is so good and just <laughs> over-the-top and cartoony in the best yes. way, and I loved it. Hell yeah. Um, uh, and then, that Gangs of London was close to being my show of the year at one point, to be honest, but nice. my... My show of the year is Better Call Saul. Season Mate, five of Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even finish the last season, but I see at the start oh. of, No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But see at the start of lockdown, right? I watched I watched all of it and then season five started to come out. And then I rewatched all of it with my dad. Mm. Oh, okay. And then I kinda got to a point and then you know when you I think because I watched it and then I rewatched it all again. I just had like <laughs> better calls. So I was just like done. I was just like right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just sick of it. So I will go back, and I'll probably just, I'll probably to. just rewatch season the last season. Um, <laughs> I just and get sick of it again, just at the exact same point. <laughs> uh, no, but just because I rewatched it like twice, like in a really short space of time, I just got like sick of the whole thing, and I just yeah, needed yeah. a break. So I'll go back to it soon. But I 100% is, agree, though. It's phenomenal TV. Like it, Honestly, I think it's the best thing on TV right now. It's, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, it, and it, this is the season where I think you can kind of say with confidence it is easily as good as Breaking Bad. Oh, 100%. Be bear, 100%. Like it might actually be better. It's <laughs> so good. Seems it's like so blasphemy good. to say. But, I know. Uh, but yeah, he I know. said yeah. what? <laughs> he's, such a, he's such a good character, though. Like He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, three of the best episodes of that entire show are in this season. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm going to be bereft when that show ends, which is I think only two more seasons away. Like they've said, it's going to end right the seventh season. I think, I'm pretty sure. But yes, that's it. My, it's, it's already got more seasons than Breaking Bad. Eh? Uh, it's on. It's on. This was season five, and Breaking Bad had technically five seasons. They split the final season in half, but yeah, it's Breaking Bad yeah. had five seasons, so it's going to have more than Breaking Bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks. But yeah, that nice. is my show of the year. Um, it's so good. No. Yes. While we're on the Breaking Bad subject, why <laughs> don't we talk about um, the movie that came out? That is a good point, actually. I totally forgot about that in my in my ranking of the same, year. Same, same. <laughs> the movie came out of it? Uh, El Camino. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sean, you've, you've not watched Breaking Bad, have you? Uh, no, I've not. Oh, you should definitely. I mean, list. it technically doesn't make it into 2020, but it's late 2019. Yeah. So, oh, okay. okay so that's enough. why. But, but what that's did you think of it out. anyway? I loved El Camino. I, 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 I really, really enjoyed it. it. Like, I agree with the criticism that like this doesn't need to exist. Like, fine, fair enough. But as a nice little epilogue, kind of final, just sort of thing, it was so good. And there's oh, the scene with him in like he's break, broken into that house and those two guys come in and then he kind of comes yep. out of the darkness with the gun oh my god it was totally. so weird. i thought uh, i thought it was brilliant loved every minute of it the one scene that i just wish was wasn't there 
Just one scene almost ruins the whole thing for I know, me. I know exactly where you're going to say. And di- it's the diner scene where they've got Walter White there and they've obviously, he hasn't been asked to shave his head and he's got a fucking bald cap on and it's just, he's, you can just see where the bald cap oh, starts. No. And it's just, go- his head, yeah, yeah. His, the top of the head just looks slightly too large and it's just like, oh no, <laughs> no. Why didn't you just shave your oh, head? Like, he obviously had commitments for another movie or show or mm. something, so couldn't shave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. But, yeah, but it, it, that, that, whole, that whole bit just did not need to exist for me. No, that that, that was the one time it felt like, okay, you're just, you're doing the fan service thing. That, now, that was is... ultimate fan service right there. Just didn't yeah. need to happen. No, definitely not. Okay, let's move on because this is going on for four days. Um, I know. So, um, brief discussion, uh, mostly between me and Sean, about the games of the year. Uh, Here Sean, we go. I take am, it away. I am ready to piss off so can, many people. Can I just interject with one thing, right? My only Whoa, game okay. of the year I've wrote down here is Surviving 2020. And I have done that. <laughs> I have achieved that. So that's my one game I've, of the year. One. I, I, I don't play games, but I've unlocked that one thing and made it through 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, Sean, hit me I, with your controversial opinions. Go. Right, I'm going to okay. go make a cup of tea. <laughs> okay, we'll see you in a bit. <laughs> You're actually going. <laughs> He's actually leaving. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start off nice and positive. This has been a great year for games. Doom Eternal yes. was, was brilliant. Ghost of, mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima, I can't fucking pronounce that word, was great as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion was phenomenal. I was not expecting it to be phenomenal, and it was. Nice. The Resident Evil 3 remake, which was pretty good. Not as good as the remake of 2, but I loved it. You may have also noticed that I'm trying to stall for time here. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Squadrons was good fun. I played a little bit of it. I haven't finished it yet. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Doom Eternal, purely for the soundtrack, is... Oh, what a soundtrack. Matt Gordon. If, yes. If you take anything away from this podcast, listen to BFG 10,000. Oh my god, what a, <laughs> what a tune. Uh, so I've been, I'm trying to stall for time here. Uh, so, actually, let, let's hear your list of games for the year first before I reveal my top one. Okay, sure. Um, I, I, so, I, you know, like, you, you know me, like, I am, I am a gamer. Yeah. However, I only really fully play a handful of games a year. Like, I'm not, mm. like, I'm not someone that plays constantly. Yeah. Um, but I get really invested in, like, a handful of games. Um, uh, I did play a lot of Doom, but not the ones you would think. <laughs> I played <laughs> straight, yeah, because you bought the the old ones in the sale, didn't you? I did. I, I, I on, on my Switch, I've been playing through. I, I beat the original Doom, yes, um, and I'm now working my way through Doom Two, which is much longer than I thought it was going to be, mm. <laughs> but it is. It is great fun. I'm planning to kind of work through all of those games gradually, and I'm just having a blast with it. <laughs> um, one quick mention to Dreams. The PlayStation game that we, oh. we're made by same team as Lovely Planet, which is another you can make a game, but much more like you can actually like make wherever you want this time, and it's pretty incredible. I've not cool. spent a whole lot of time in that, but I think it's worth mentioning just as an achievement as a thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> yes. Star Wars Squadrons, of course. I have to mention Star Wars Squadrons because it was amazing. <laughs> it was. I enjoyed what I played of it so far. Yeah, uh, especially in VR. Um, oh yeah. I. And I, I have a feeling this is what you're working up to. I am loving Cyberpunk 2077. Now, I, I will admit, 
I am playing it on a PS5. <laughs> so, <laughs> Here we so go. I have a bit of an advantage over that. Um, that's all I'll say on that just now because I'll let you do it. But just to quickly mention my <laughs> game of the year, my game of the year is The Last of Us Part 2. That is um, a good choice. Which, uh, yeah, another slightly controversial one in some ways. I know there are some people that really did not like that game for both justified and unjustified reasons. So, <laughs> That's, Yeah, I can, um, I can understand why. It's, the only reason it's not on my list is because I kind of neglected it. I like the first one, I just haven't played the second one. Yeah. I, th- I think you'll really like it um, okay. without getting into spoilers, of course, because not a lot of people still haven't played it. Um, yeah, no, I it, that game absolutely blew me away. I was just shell-shocked for like genuinely like like two days afterwards. I just <laughs> felt kind of numb. <laughs> I remember that because you were like, you were very un- unresponsive and we're like, that's a bit weird. <laughs> I, was, I was just literally just like in a funk for like three days afterwards. Like not over like being like, depressed over like being bad or anything like that just out of like a, just an emotional journey it was yeah. um so yeah that is that is my game of the year um do you want to talk about cyberpunk now <laughs> so my game of the year is cyberpunk <laughs> <laughs> okay. and I'm, I'm going to explain why and why i understand people don't like it and then i'm going to tell people the console i play it on and how much it's going to annoy everyone who likes cyberpunk <laughs> or hated cyberpunk so first things first, I play it on a PS4. I have had barely any glitches, which is very <laughs> surprising. The only thing that happens is every like hour or so, it just crashes. It just uh, hard crashes. I'm like, all right, cool. Just restart. I am the game. getting that same thing. I will say I am getting that same thing. It's about it's about two or three hours for me, but yeah, um. that's the biggest one I've got. The other ones are a couple of like uh, visual glitches, but like that's nothing. Like they don't do, they yeah. last for like seconds. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, uh, what else was I going to say? Uh, the soundtrack is amazing. The story is amazing. The characters are so good. Like, it might, they might have some of my favourite characters in gaming. Uh, I know it's the... I, th- I don't think you've met her. I know you have. You would have met her, because I know exactly where you are. Uh, have you met Judy yet? I think. Oh, yeah, no, I met Judy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. my favourite character. She's so good. <laughs> She's so pure-hearted. <laughs> I'm like, oh! Um, I like Judy a lot, too, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I honestly think it's going to be a controversial opinion. Um, but the way... Hang on, what was I going to say? I've compl- I'm t- My brain is just running at a thousand miles an hour right now. <laughs> That's fine, do you um, <laughs> I highly suggest playing it now uh, compared to a couple of months ago when it came out and everybody hated it because it was really badly glitchy. But if I remember rightly, the same thing happened with a lot of big very big games like uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 the multiplayer didn't work oh the, just, uh, sorry just a quick point on Grand Theft Auto 5 that game glitched so badly I couldn't finish it really like I, I got I got an hour from the end of that game and it just it just crashed to the point of like I can't and I am now stuck in a, in a loop I can't get out of this and like oh no it ruined the game um, but yeah, yeah. A lot sub of the- freak bitches <laughs> he's back he's uh, we're almost at the end don't worry yeah. uh, keep on John um, so uh, my my point being is a lot of big games are always start off really really glitchy like some games of the year started off like that Witcher 3 was exactly the same I remember yeah. that yeah yeah so give yeah, it a yeah, couple no, exactly months what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> give Cyberpunk a couple of months and it will be an absolute masterpiece i got i must have struck really lucky with my like my dinosaur of a playstation 4 <laughs> <You> but <did. laughs> 
honestly, give it a few months, or even now. That now is actually a really good time to play it, and you need to play I, it. Yeah, I will agree with that. It's it's already much better than it was. Mm. Like I'm, I'm, I was playing it yesterday, and I had one crash, admittedly, which is not great. So I did have one crash, mm. but other than that, very minor visual things. Like it's a lot, a lot better than it was. It's also gorgeous. Even on, it is it is an incredible looking game. That is true. Even on older um, consoles, it is still gorgeous, and I'm I'm so happy that I got the chance to play it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's that. That's all I have to say. Play Cyberpunk. <laughs> Fuck the haters. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, my yes. favorite games. You know, Monopoly, Scrabble. <laughs> oh my god. You know, you're just your usual. Do you know what I mean? Do the jump. Um, what can I else can I say? Flappy Bird's a good one. Do you know what I mean? That's my top <laughs> recommendations for you. Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, but you, 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 you played a bit of COD in your time. I will give you I, that. You're, you're I, not terrible at COD. I prestiged about five times when I and <laughs> when I got to like second year of high school. Like first and second year of high school was the Xbox years for me, and then that was it. That was it. I was just done. Which COD was it? Uh, it was. So it I'm was like MW two and yeah. the third one, and Black Ops. Those 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 three. Fair. Okay, Black Ops. Fair enough. Black Ops is good. You haven't even played the best one, which is Modern Warfare uh, on uh, the the like Call of Duty four. Right. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember MW three was like the first game that I got like on the day of the release and paid like fifty five <laughs> quid for it or something. Do you know what I mean? And then like a week later, it's worth like. 15 quids do you know what I mean it's, it's like the worst thing ever that's fair and it wasn't okay. even that good like Black Ops was way better no, I love totally. Black Ops right we're going to move on to movies now because I think we're approaching about an hour on this let me check Hold that's on. fine that's fine it's a podcast yeah, people like long podcasts we're officially over an hour by one yeah. minute <laughs> but the movies are going to take us a while so uh, so buckle, buckle right. yourselves here's the meat and potatoes so we're going to talk about the movies we're, we we those first three were just general discussions. We have, I th- hope, <laughs> the top ten each, right? Yep. I have got more than that. I've got... Uh, how many do I have? One, I've two, got eleven. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, I've, I've got, got an honourable mention. I've got nine, so that's that works out for me. It's not in my top ten, but it's an honourable mention. Fair enough. Okay. Um, okay. What we're going to do is we're going to work through this. Uh, we're going to work ten. our way up. We're going to work our way from 10 to 1. Okay. Um, we're okay. going to do all of our 10s each. Um, do you, do you want to start to with honourable mentions? We should start with honourable mentions, yes. Yeah. So just to very quickly, uh, I'll quickly run through a couple of mine. Uh, I wanted to mention Birds of Prey, which... Not seen it? Yeah. Do you know what? Didn't do, did not do well, mm-hmm. but actually was a total blast. It's like the it's least fun. ambitious film ever made, but it is, it is so much fun. I'm going, counter, I'm, I'm going to counter that. Eurovision song contest movie. <laughs> Holy shit, I forgot that was a thing. That's my, my honourable mention. Oh no. Have you seen it, Jake? Jake, have you seen it? I've seen about 10 minutes of it and right. I it's die. actually hilarious. It's and the, the only reason, the only reason I, f- I feel a wee bit of an affinity with this movie was because. Um, before lockdown and stuff, well, I, I still I, I work at the Hydro and I watch uh, I watch them film that movie. So they had all the trailers <laughs> and they had you could see Will Ferrell's like trailer and all that, and you could see them going in the Hydros. And the end of the movie, they are actually in the Hydro. They decide to place the Hydro in Edinburgh, mind you. Yeah, that's movie. right. 
which is very strange. They've got like okay. the Edinburgh and they've got the mile and then you can see the hydro at the bottom. They've like CGI'd oh, the hydro. God, it's yeah. really weird. Oh. So basically what you're saying is you like that movie because you were essentially bribed into licking that movie. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Journalistic integrity and all that. Um, that's um, exactly too much time we spent on that movie. So Sean, give me some honorable mentions. Uh, can, I do, can I do a dishonorable mention? If you want, hi. Okay, so as a kid, I used to read these the Artemis Fowl books. I watched the movie. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I did not watch it for the exact reason that you're saying. <laughs> All I can, I can review it with just a noise, and that noise is, ah! <laughs> That's it. It's yeah, so I fucking heard, bad. I, oh, you, I heard you, some of the things. You are going to laugh so bad at the first few of my top ten. Oh, no, I'm scared. A <laughs> uh, couple other... Couple other honorable mentions for me. Uh, I had the gentleman, uh, the oh, new guy yeah. Ritchie movie, gangster movie, which is good. Uh, not, I really liked it. It's just yeah, yeah, it's good fun. I thought. I thought. Um, was that who's the director of that again? Guy, guy Ritchie. See, I think his movies are pish though. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. I thought you uh, thought that as well. I thought I remember you saying that. Nah. No, I, I remember like you saying that. I remember <laughs> you saying <laughs> that. The, the Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies are fun. I, I like Guy uh, Ritchie. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, the 800 Chinese war movie, which is at one point was the number one movie in the UK over Tenet. Yeah. I'm, just, really? I'm just talking about, I'm just yeah. talking out my ass about the guy that you think, by the way, I've not actually seen that many movies. <laughs> he's, he's doing I just it for like a laugh. to be controversial. <laughs> he does it for a uh, laugh, will we accept that? Uh, one more I want to mention uh, Greyhound, which was uh, an heard- Apple TV. Oh, okay. Apple TV movie uh, starring Tom Hanks and it's a war movie. Um, really, really well done. It's just, it has like basically no story. It's just, it's just Tom Hanks on a boat. Yeah. It's, an, it's, an, it's another in the series of Tom Hanks becomes the captain of something and then things go horribly wrong movies. Yeah, see, <laughs> I, I got my Mac this year and with that I got a free Apple TV subscription thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And then like... Uh, that was one of the. Mo- I realised that it only gave you one free movie a month with that subscription. One of them was Greyhounds, and I just kind of <laughs> looked. I just kind of looked at that and went, "Nah!" And I just cancelled the subscription, <laughs> even though I got it for free. Because you still have to pay for it. It's rubbish. Uh, yeah, no, there is there is some good stuff on there. Um, I've not watched much of it yet, but like Servant, the new Shyamalan show, is actually really good. Apparently, Shyamalan and Dong. the Jason Momoa thing is good as well. Um, <laughs> Love me but, some Momoa. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, shall we get to the top tens? Do we have any more honorable mentions? I think I'm all right, actually. I'm yeah, good. I'm, I'm good to go. I'm ready for my, okay. my terrible top ten. I'm ready okay, for this. Okay, Sean, you don't have a number ten. Am I correct in saying that? I do now. I looked you up do now? List. Okay, cool. Okay, okay, I fine. looked up a list while we um, were talking. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, okay. Right, who wants to go first then with their number um, ten? I would also like to point out before we start, we're doing this based on UK release dates. Yes, that is a good point. Because um, some of these movies came out in 2019 in other countries but here they came out in 2020 so yes right. Right, shall I just first? go for it yeah go on Alec Alec on your Christmas Chronicles 2 uh, <laughs> what Jesus <laughs> what <laughs> oh no I should but by the way I think I genuinely should mention but now I doubly want to mention this I think 10 to 5 we should do kind of quite brief talks about yeah. uh, mm. um, but yeah um, no, I definitely Kurt Russell Kurt Russell as Santa is all you need in life go watch that movie that's all I'm, <laughs> that's all I'm saying about this movie Jesus Christ and okay. it has the dude from what's what I'm so bad what's the Sam Neill uh, movie we were talking about earlier on 
Jurassic Park 3? <laughs> no, Jurassic the... Park 3? <laughs> no, the other one. The other one. The... Uh, God, um, what, 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 what is he in? Uh, <laughs> he's in Peaky Blinders. He's in... We were talking no, about another movie. What was it again? It was yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the, the, the kid in that movie uh, is the bad guy in this one. Okay. <laughs> it's that's fine. What I'm they saying. can rewind it. It's fine. <laughs> okay, fine. Yep. Um, this is good. I'm going to move on from that. Sean, <laughs> you're number 10, please. My, my number 10 is The New Mutants. <laughs> because I actually... Okay. As a, I, I genuinely enjoyed it because I thought... Okay, I kind of half enjoyed it because I thought it was going to be a good horror, but it actually turned out to be a decent, like, dark superhero movie. But yeah, that, that's my opinion on it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's terrible. It just was disappointing. It just did not do much for me, to be honest. And, yeah, that's yeah. fair. I, I, I get why. I, I, I thought it was charming. That's that's all I can really say. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, my number ten is a uh, Queen and Slim, uh, which uh, came out early this year, just before lockdown. Mm. Um, it's kind kind of a take on Bonnie and Clyde, mm-hmm. but with the twist that it's about. Uh, a black couple who accidentally kill a police officer oh, shit. and ah. have, have to go on the run. And it is one of the most stressful movies I've ever seen. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. Yeah. 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 That's uh, yeah. Uh, Alec, you're number nine. Yes. Mm. Um, number nine. That is me. <laughs> I'm trying to, oh, there's a, there's a, he's waffling. There's a couple, he's waffling. <laughs> there's a couple in here, right? So I think I'll say another honourable mention, right, for a bad movie, I'll just interject here, is Hubie Halloween, right? It's the the Netflix Halloween Adam Sandler movie. And it's about this, this isn't part of my list, right? It's about Adam Sandler plays this, like, middle-aged man who's obsessed with Halloween and he cuts about the street basically being his own neighbourhood watch and he spends... he spends the whole time trying to protect the the village from the, the monsters and it's just like so it's so like hilariously bad. Jesus Christ. So, so, what so, the so fuck? if you're ever wanting to watch a bad movie, go watch that one. Um, right, number nine for me is a weird one, I will admit. Um but it's on the list and it is that colour out of space and that cage one. Okay, yeah, cool. Okay. It's so disastrously weird it's good yeah no. and, I, I, and, I've heard good things about it yeah <laughs> so yeah. so and it's got the classic kind of shouty psychotic Nick oh. Cage which I'm always down for so yeah I, I, I did enjoy that movie excellent I, yes I'm and crying. it's a lot of practical effects as well it's oh. not a lot of CGI which I like and it oh. leaves a lot to the imagination which is cool so aye. nice yeah, cool. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, Sean, your number nine, please. My number nine. Uh, let me see what I've got on my list here. Um, ooh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, I am a huge fan of Bill and Ted. I thought the remake was pretty good, except for the ending. The last minute or so, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, But cool. everything leading up to that final bit is brilliant it's so charming and like it's such a nostalgic like drive for anyone that watches it yeah cool um, no i heard a lot of people really like that movie the I, i've never good. seen a bill and ted so i'm genuinely shocked i think it's your type of thing <laughs> yeah i mean it's comedy and you know like <laughs> i don't i don't have what you call humor so 
That's true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Bill and Ted Fist music. Charming comedy yep. for nostalgia sake. Nice. Yep. Cool. Cool. Um, my number nine is a total change in tone from the two of them. Uh, Saint Maud. Okay, um, I've not seen that. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. It's uh, oh, mm. this might have been my biggest kind of scare of the year. Um, yeah. It came out uh, during that time where cinemas were open and a couple new movies came out That's uh, right, around, yeah. ha- around Halloween. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, it's, a, it, it's a real slow burn of a horror movie, yeah. but it builds to one of the most terrifying moments I've ever had in a cinema. Um and I, not joking, for about 15 minutes after leaving the, the film, my hands were shaking. Oh my God. <laughs> like genuinely, just got me so bad. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, if you don't know what it's about, essentially a very, very religious nurse that uh, cares for an old, uh, she's like a, she, she was a dancer in her youth and she's now kind of mm. a- aging and she, she's, she's basically dying. And uh, this nurse tries to convert her to Christianity and it just goes from there, and it is weird as hell, but it's very, cool. very good. Uh, yes, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to interject that if you, you look, if you bring up, you know fucking, I'm just saying you look a bit like a silhouette right now. Do you have a light know, in your room? I do have a light. I do have a light. You, uh, hold on a second. I need to take off the headphones. To turn on. Should, like, Jake's, Jake's looking a bit like Slenderman right now. That's a bit terrifying. <laughs> or, We're on Discord, by the way. Or, but yeah, or witness protection program. Right, give me one second. You guys vamp for time while I turn on my light. Hold on. Uh, Jake, Jake was currently looking like the dudes that were controlling stuff and like, um, what'd you call it? You know, in the uh, early MCU. Oh. You know the, the dudes? Yeah. I'm trying to remember what they're called. Oh, But the no. dudes in the black suits that are all black, like. Yeah. I can't remember what they're what Silhouetted. They I have returned. Oh, oh, hello. We're just trying to. Is that we're, compa- we're comparing you to the, the something in the Avengers. <laughs> You know, like in oh. the MCU, like early on, there's the dudes in the black silhouettes, and they were kind of, I think Nick Fury was talking to or something. Oh, oh, like the council. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what you looked like. It was just like, <laughs> it's just it's the stupidest decision ever. Like, just to ignore it. <laughs> the best line of that franchise. Yes. Uh, Alec, you're number eight, please. Number eight, I'm going to go with the devil all the time. Ooh. Nice. Okay, yeah, cool. I've not yes. seen it yet, but. Uh, Very good yeah. movie, kind of crime drama southern thing it's very good i enjoyed it cool crime drama southern thing yeah it's got very (laughs) tarantino-esque bits in it as well okay which is quite cool um it's got the violence in it which i enjoy (laughs) (laughs) enjoy some enjoy some violence so i do oh my we all do don't worry (laughs) uh cool uh sean you're number eight my number eight um hmm I'm trying to think because I haven't ordered my list. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I've got one. <laughs> I just, I've got, let me just have a sip I've of tea it. while I think about this. <laughs> while I waffle for time, uh, Fantasy Island is my next one. Okay, okay. I've not <laughs> heard of that. I really, really enjoyed that movie. It's based on it's a remake of uh, a movie with the same name. So, how do I explain the plot of this? So, this group of this group of people go to. Uh, this island and they're told that the island gives them basically their most wanted fantasy but does it in a really twisted way uh-huh. um, so for example I'm going to spoil just a little bit of the film but the rest of it I'm not going to touch uh, this lassie was was bullied and her dream was to get get her own back on the bully she just wanted to humiliate the person 
mm-hmm. but the island goes, no, you're going to torture them instead. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that kind of twist is like a really right, yeah, dark yeah. twist yeah. on your greatest fantasy. It's. I think I think that's actually in the trailer, to be fair, so you, you don't okay. think you're spoiling too much by saying cool. that. But yeah. oh, okay. Um, it's really fu- it's oddly funny <laughs> as well okay um i do highly recommend it it's one of those films <laughs> that was a bit of a sleeper hit i guess you could call it it was really good but nobody saw it right, right. Okay, right, right. <laughs> yeah fantasy uh, island funny and also twisted by Bill good. nice i i am not saying it's uh i did not love the look of the trailer but maybe i will i will check it out i like the actor what's the what's the what's the guy's name that kind of is i don't know if he like runs the island or something he's in uh Ant-Man um, and like uh, uh Michael, Michael, Michael Penner really good, like, yes yeah, yeah yeah he's really good um and my number eight is the true history of the Kelly gang um Ooh. which Ooh. is it's it's about the, the Kelly gang and uh, <laughs> it's uh that sounds yeah, pretty no, cool it, actually it's really cool it's it's but they, they are the Australian outlaw um and uh it's not at all a true history, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like the name is intentionally ironic. It's more playing into the legend of that person. Okay. Um, Ooh. But uh, it is really brutal. Uh, it's really good. I've entirely forgotten the name of the lead actor. He's also in 1917. Um, doesn't matter. I'll find it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's really good. Uh, Russell Crowe, best I've seen him in a long time as well. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, how, how uh, was he looking in that? Was he? He, he he's, he's 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 a little rounder than you're maybe used to. <laughs> little Russell Crowe. Little bit of a chunky monkey. We can yeah. say <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Though. Yeah. More true. Russell Crowe, the better. I say. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <More> shit! <laughs> More for everyone. I su- yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just wait until my number one when you get Russell Crowe in Unhinged. No, that's, that's not my number one. <laughs> oh, oh man, how shit would Russell Crowe in that Mummy remake? <laughs> oh. I've actually not seen that. Yeah, he's oh, in no. that one with Tom Cruise. And to be fair, it's not him that makes it bad. Just the whole movie yeah, is cool. bad. Fair. Uh, right, I'll give you your number seven, please. My number seven is Knives Out. Ooh. Oh yeah! Wait, was I that never this year? saw that. Yep. Yeah, it was. Oh I, shit! Oh no! That was. My, I think was it was. Christmas? Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> no. Wow! Fuck! What is this? It's a well-researched list here, Alex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was. It was. Meant to I mean, when I, lo- when I looked up online, it was under twenty twenty. So. <laughs> Google oh. maybe Google Google maybe doing Let me, me a wrong. Let me check. Um. <laughs> Oh, hang on nice. a minute. Uh, I'm going with it anyway. I don't care. I don't care. 2019. <laughs> ah, no. Oh, November 29th. Oh, it's close. Oh, well, uh, uh, it's fine. Uh, I'll accept no. it. It's a good, it's a good movie. this year. Did you I saw it this year. That was the thing. Okay, okay. okay that yeah. gets. I'll yeah, take that. No, I thought, it was, I thought it was really good. And it's Ryan Johnson as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, which is really cool. And Daniel Craig doing a southern accent, being all <laughs> broody. <laughs> it's so good. Love it. Daniel Craig. In the it's performance great. of his career, so good, it's it's brilliant, so, so funny. It's yeah. a donut hole inside of a donut hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's, it's such so a well-acted movie. Like everyone's yeah, yeah. so like, oh, that family. Yeah, it's so good. Chris Evans is great in it as well. He is actually yeah. Yeah. very good. Um, and yeah. yes, Jamie Lee Curtis. 
Do you know what I mean? Really Jim good. Chris, amazing cast. Tony Collette. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, no, I, I like the movie a lot. Yeah. Anna de Amas was doing the main character of Marta. Yes. Very good in it. She's really Very good. good. From uh, Blade Runner Blade Run 2049. Mm, yes. Um, oh, she is. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. Uh, cool. Yeah. I love that movie. It's very, very good. Yeah. Uh, Sean, give us your number seven. My number seven is Hamilton. Is okay, that, cool. If, okay. I don't, if know, you, don't know if that counts as a movie, but sure. What is it? I would only count it because it was released in that kind of format. I'm only counting that. If it's not, if it doesn't count, I can pick another number seven because I do have a couple of ones that I've picked. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Eh. Just, I'm, not, I'm, I'm willing to accept Hamilton. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I, I loved. I, I'm. <laughs> I kind of enjoy musicals, but only if they're like certain genres tasteful, of music. Tasteful. Yeah. yeah. Tasteful. Yeah. But Hamilton is the one exception to that rule. It is brilliant. The music is absolutely fantastic, and the fact that it's just a one like it's it's like a three hour fucking rap song it's brilliant <laughs> there's like did you like um, talking did you like the greatest showman when it came out not when it I, came out i did not see it but i fucking hated the songs so I <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> see, just like see if that movie was there without the tunes like because <laughs> oh, yeah, i like you, i like the- you jackman but yeah his, i do like you jackman that's yeah his story is brilliant as well if you're interested. i think if the tunes weren't played like yeah. Oh, so overplayed on the radio all the time it would have yeah, been better yeah, yeah. it's just because like all of the songs became like top 10 billboard hits which is like <laughs> mental for a for a movie soundtrack do you know what I mean they weren't they really weren't good songs either no, like, they were just like yeah um, yeah no cool I have not seen Hamilton yet I, I've been meaning to watch it since it went on Disney Plus it is and, very uh, good yeah, I don't yeah, know what it's I, about I, at all I don't what is it it's Alexander it's, uh, Hamilton is one of the founding fathers okay. yeah of the uh, yeah, and it's it's a it's a rapped musical. Yeah, um, the whole thing. Is, there's no talking. It's just all rap. Yeah, that's interesting. I've heard very very good things about it. I'm not usually a musical guy either, but I am kind of intrigued by that. Yeah, um, cool. yeah good. I, I shall definitely be watching that at some point. Soon. Nice. Uh-huh. Uh, my number seven. I have mentioned this on the podcast before, but uh, the trial of the Chicago Seven. Convenient. Yes. Cool. Um, um, yes. I've been meaning to watch that. It's very very good. True story about. Uh, a true court case that happened in the 60s to do with uh, protests and police brutality and all that stuff and uh, it's f- very funny surprisingly it's really good it's, r- it's written and directed by Aaron Sorkin who is a god um, and it stars um, oh, uh, well, Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen Sa- Sasha, yes yes he, he is in there uh, he's actually very very good in it um, very much doing his Sasha Baron Cohen thing but yeah uh, very mm. good in it that's what he does um, yeah, exactly uh, Mark Rylance who is one of my favourite actors he is the the main lawyer in it um, who else what's his name uh, the Fantastic Beast guy what's he called again Eddie um, Redmayne Eddie Redmayne yes and I, an actor I don't normally like but he is very very good in that movie nice um, and yeah no, it's, it's, it's really really good it's a lot of fun um, one of the most hateable sort of judge dramas in a courtroom drama I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah hate him uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, Alec, your number six. Yes, uh, number six is The Midnight Sky for me. Uh, Watched it very tail, well, it just came out the tail end last year. Mm. And it was great sci fi with George Clooney. It was awesome. Mm, Nice. Really good. Um, It's a really interesting story and it's got some wee twists in it that I didn't expect. But I basically, like, he's the scientist in this, like, camp in the Arctic and there's like this 
plague that's basically taken over the earth. It's a bit ambiguous about what it is, mm, and okay. it kind of it kind of flips between uh, him and this like like uh, solitude, they're living in this Arctic sp- uh, station with nobody there, and it and right, um, yeah, cool. and the space station. So it's almost like kind of two stories in the one. And it's quite a long movie, ah. but it's really really good, and then okay. it all ties in together. But yeah, it's dead good. Would that you recommend? Nice. I shall check that out. Uh, Sean, you're number six. Number six. Uh, we've already talked about it. It's the trial of Chicago 7. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. So I've only rated it slightly <laughs> higher because I, I'm i not usually a fan of courtroom dramas again, which is a, a bit strange, but this again is another exception. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, love, I love a courtroom drama. Yeah, I yeah. love the OJ one. Mm. Trial, oh, that yeah, was yeah. brilliant. That's my favourite, yeah. I think. The American Crime Story one, yeah. Yeah, it's phenomenal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, since we've already talked about it, uh, the trailer of Chicago 7, I'll just say I really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really good. Awesome. It's really, really good. Uh, my number six is 1917. Um, nice. Which, which is hard to believe came out this year. I think it did. I think that might be one that came out in other countries in 2019. It but did, it yeah. I think it came out earlier. Yeah. Um, Very early January release here. Just. What a movie. What, a, what an achievement, like technically. But also, like, I, I, know, I know some people kind of felt like the technical you know showing off of this of it like kind of directed from the story mm. i didn't feel that at all i was totally engaged in there i really loved the characters um weird cinema experience i had with that where the movie ended and nobody moved and mm. nobody talked yeah. to the audience for a full yeah. five minutes into the credits because no yeah. one wanted to break the silence and just look, just kind of let the music play and it was just um, oh brilliant there's um, you've all seen this movie yeah like Sean, yeah. you seen it? Yes. Yeah. There's there's one bit in it that's Spoilers. like w- with with the score and it's just phenomenal. It's like after, it's it's when he's running through. Um, I can't. Yeah, it's bef- I think it's after he wakes up again from being knocked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know think exactly what part just you're talking about. before he goes into the lake. Mm. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, cool. he's running away from that German and like and there's the kind of oh, with the, there's the, kind of the ruins on the other side. Yeah, yeah, and there's yeah, a bit yeah. of music there that's just so moving. It's like amazing. Oh yeah, I think it so does like a, that movie. Yeah, it does like a yeah. key change or something, but it's just like oh my god, like it just hits yeah. you. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, that this, hits like a train. Yeah, the yeah. soundtrack for that movie. I was actually meaning to mention that earlier, and I totally forgot about that when we're talking about music. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's an incredible soundtrack. And also, what's awesome uh, is that um, the writer, as well as Sam Mendes, Christy Wilson Cairns, who's Scottish, which is awesome. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, yeah, uh, yes, good shout. Uh, yes, nineteen seventeen is my number six. Nice, uh, Alec. What is your number five? Uh, mine is The Invisible Man. Another film I haven't seen. Okay, cool. <laughs> yep. And my mm. my number four is nineteen seventeen, so I can just say that. Okay, cool, cool okay, that's fine. So that's so um, I kind of didn't know which one. To, I thought nineteen seventeen was better than the Invisible Man. That's why I kind of put that there. Sure, fair but enough. Uh, fair yeah, Invisible Man is my uh, number. Was it number five? Awesome number five, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. I just shock factor and like an amazing kind of retelling of that kind of original story, but made modern. Which I like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, yeah, absolutely. It is. It is. It that's actually my number three. We'll get get to that in nice. a bit. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, it is. I know. I, I think that movie's genius. It's such yeah. a clever take on that idea. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of the times when they do these remakes of the kind of old school horror stuff. It's always maybe oh, it's not as good as the original or whatever. 
But I feel uh, yeah, like this totally, ma- yeah. totally made it its own thing. Like you could totally not <laughs> know that it was a remake. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it was yeah, such totally, a different yeah. different way of telling the story. <laughs> yeah, and I'm very much looking forward to Elizabeth Elizabeth Moss being totally overlooked at the Oscars because of course she will because it's a great yeah. performance in a horror movie and they always are. Yeah. Uh, I, I know she is amazing in that movie. She yeah, is, no, uh, brilliant. Yeah, that was a that's a good that's a good cinema experience as well. Just kind of that like being with an audience for that movie mm. and like the big moments without going into spoilers the restaurant scene when that happens and the just the reaction from the crowd was incredible yeah see um, i didn't i didn't get to see that in the cinemas but i just saw it myself so mm-hmm. i that we would have different experiences from that yeah totally yeah uh cool uh good choice uh sean you're number five so my number five is a movie that was released very very late uh 2019 but i only i saw it in 2020 so the same role thing for <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. which is le mans 66 or ford versus ferrari depending on where you are in the world yeah i actually really um, like that movie yeah. yeah i is that christian bale uh yes christian bale matt damon yeah yeah um awesome. when it comes to car films they're extreme either high action octane explosive movies or they're extremely deep and like philosophical <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Le Mans seems to do both very, very well. It does, yeah, um, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, as a story, it's just very fascinating to learn about the history of how uh, Ford managed to compete with Ferrari, because Ford at the time was like the uh, the blue-collar worker type, the wee small company that nobody really cared mm. about, and Ferrari was like, well, it's Ferrari, <laughs> they're like the big yeah, yeah, totally, fancy yeah. supercars, yeah. and how they managed to build a car to compete with Ferrari for like basically nothing. It was, mm-hmm. It's very fascinating. If Even if you're not into cars, it's still a brilliant piece of history to learn. Yeah, totally. And how Ford became Ford. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, no, I, Christian Bale and Matt Damon's kind of love-hate relationship with each other in that movie is very funny to watch. <laughs> I remember well, watching you know. the trailer for that and thinking I've got to see this movie, but it's just one of those yeah, ones that slipped by fantastic. me, so I'll definitely watch that. Mm. It's very good. It's very, very good. Uh, my number five uh, is Parasite. Um, which is another movie which came out in other places in 2019, but came out here in 2020, so it counts. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so which of you guys have seen Parasite, just out of interest? I have not. Not me. You, neither of you have seen it. Okay, yep. right, okay. I'm going to be very careful about this then. There's another um, one. I know the story, if that helps, because the only thing, I'm just going to mention this really briefly, working in cinema is a blessing and a curse. I get free films, but I also get a lot of movies spoiled for me. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I think really I know the basics that it's like they're working for a rich family and, or something like that. That is yeah. that is all you should know going cool. into this movie, because... Yeah. It, like I, I want, I heard this movie described by I can't remember who described by someone as like watching someone make a like a sort of stack of dominoes, like mm-hmm. just kind of like making Very a carefully. tower of dominoes, and just kids they keep placing dominoes on, and you're like, within ten minutes you're like, that's way too many dominoes. That's yeah. that's, yeah. Just, that's yeah. just that's too many dominoes, and then they keep going, and it's like that's yeah. just way too many dominoes, and you know at some point all the dominoes are going to fall. Yeah, and oh my god, you're just waiting it for it. You're like, oh. <laughs> it's a similar. Well, for me anyway like a, a, a movie kind of I could describe like that as well as the Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler it's just yeah. so nerve wracking all the way through it's yeah. just like anxiety filled dread like, throughout the whole movie <laughs> oh, <You're like>, <laughs> and the way it's edited and all that just adds to it it's just so yeah, like all over the place <laughs> yeah no Parasite's incredible it's uh, yeah there's not much more to say but it, it was the best picture winner last year so it's it's clearly it was good it's obviously well good deserved from what I've heard yeah it's uh, it's brilliant and uh, yeah, Bong Joon Ho, 
good director. He also did Snowpiercer, oh, yeah. which is another really good movie. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I watched the TV series, first few episodes of that. I quite enjoyed it. I didn't see the movie though. Okay, I've heard it's nowhere near as good, but I've right, not I've watched it, so I can't. Right. Okay. Um, cool. Um, yep. Cool. Uh, Alec, you're number four. We're in the my number four now. is 1917. So cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As a as a class film. <laughs> yes. That's a very very good film. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, Sean, you're number four. <laughs> My number four is the movie that only just makes it into the, the 2020 rule, and that's Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> I, I was wondering if you were mention that, yeah. Nice. I, I've still not seen that. I started watching it and then I fell asleep, I think, just because I started watching it really way too late at night. Not not anything to do with the movie, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I will, I, I will gonna, I am going to watch that. Um, I adore dark humour. And this movie is full of it. <laughs> it my favourite right, my favorite type of comedy is twisted and dark. I remember watching in the cinema with Jake and uh, <laughs> you turned to me at one point and were like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I was sitting there like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> it, has, it has some of the riskiest jokes I've seen in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I love Taika, uh, he's great. Oh, Taika so Waititi is one of my favourite directors of all time purely just yeah. because of this movie and Ragnarok yeah uh, totally. and just and his interpretation of Hitler is just is so funny like every yeah. time he's on screen it's just gold do you know the, uh, the wee story that's behind that why he played Hitler I think I do yeah I uh, <laughs> so, so do, 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 do you want me to tell it or do I tell it <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure if this is 100% correct but I'll say it in like the way that I remember it Taika Waititi was struggling to find an actor to portray Hitler and someone, I can't remember who it was, someone said to him like, he was like, oh I can't find an actor and he went, he went I <laughs> he's the literal opposite of Hitler and then he goes that's exactly why you should play him instead <laughs> and he just went, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what was said but it was something like that yeah, yeah, yeah totally yeah. Um, yeah. what a fantastic nice. film it's so dark but so funny it's like it's very it's, tasteful dark humor. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, no, it does just squeeze in. It came out January first in the UK. Yeah, uh, nice. January first. So squeezes in. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. Um, yes. No. I. I absolutely love that. I'll, I'll skip ahead again and say that's my number two of the year. Cool. Um, and I'm, uh, so I I'm not telling you deliberately. I know, I know, but it's just because, like, you know, I just I don't want to talk about it too. Don't want to take up too much time on ones we've already talked about. But yes, okay. I I loved it. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, she's oh, very she's very good in that movie. Um, yeah, she's great. And, uh, she's great. Yeah, she's great. Oh, but yeah. oh, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> what? I just got had a brainwave. Are you Did this right? movie come out in twenty twenty? What movie? He's a uh -oh. minute. What movie? Uh -oh. he, this should have been in mine. What movie? This this could have replaced a good few shiters that I put in mine. <laughs> Tell us the name. <laughs> Tell us. Ah, oh, no, I just missed out. Just missed what, out. God damn movie? it. Marriage what, Story. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Brilliant yeah, movie. Phenomenal movie. I don't, movie. I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> it's it, honestly amazin. Yeah, but ScarJo was class on it as well as Adam oh, Driver. Yeah, cool. nice. Oh, I love Adam Driver. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. Yes. No, Judge Rabbit is incredible. Uh, my number four uh, is The Lighthouse. Um. That's not 2020. Uh, I think you'll find it Ah, because uh, I looked it up and it was 2019. Hold on, hold on, I'll check. Did you check hold the UK on. release date? Because I was going to have that in mind. Release. Did you check the UK release date? I just Alec? looked up the lighthouse Ooh. and it said 2019. 
That's the American the UK release, release date. date was January 31st of 2020. Oh, for God's sake. Well, that's in mine as well. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I, so good. <laughs> yes, I loved The Lighthouse. I mean, yeah. loved is maybe a strong, maybe not the right word, because I, I saw that uh, in the cinema on mm-hmm. the biggest screen in Cineworld. Not bragging, it's just, it's just the one they gave me. But, uh, and... Uh, it was just like it, it was it, it, it's like someone I've completely forgotten the director's name but it's like he found a relic of a movie from like 1920s yeah yeah totally. and, ju- and just kind of re-released it but somehow it has Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe in it and uh, oh, one of the weirdest things I've seen in a long time I know the way that so the, stressful the way that Pattinson says farts I'll always remember <laughs> yes, yes, your farts your farts <laughs> <laughs> my, my brother does a great impression of that. You goddamn fans! <laughs> so good. Why well, just spell your beans, Tommy? Uh, yeah, it's, it's got some great accents in it. Yeah, um, apparently, like really, really specific and accurate accents oh, from totally. that time period as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Willem Dafoe is God like, amazing in it. Uh, and uh, yes, it. Yeah, I left the cinema. Just I, I remember messaging you, you guys and just like. So I saw the lighthouse. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. That was a lot to take in. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. I think we said this in a podcast before, but I watched this at like six in the morning, and, <laughs> then, and then was like, "What the fuck?" Fell we back asleep and then woke up at like an afternoon and was like, "What did I did I watch that movie or did I dream that? Like, what was that?" Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. Jesus. It was a lot to deal with. Uh, yes, um, we might do an episode on that at some point. That might be a good one to do. That would be fun. Um, Yes. Yes. Okay. No. Brilliant. Loved it. Um, Alec, your number. Three. Yes. Number three is Onward by Disney Pixar. Okay. Cool. Phenomenal I movie. I understand okay. why you put it there. Have you seen it, John? <laughs> yeah. How, how good cried. is that movie? I cried. <laughs> Dude, I cried so, so hard at the end good. of that movie. <laughs> it, it gets you in the feels, man. Oh, good field trip. Two brothers try to try to see their. Uh, dad that's passed away again for one more day mm. i mean just how sad is that oh, yeah, and, it's, really and, sad and it's got tom oh. holland and chris pratt as the main two characters and it is just it's disney pixar you get the gist it is amazing original story it's so good nice i need to watch that yeah it's it's brilliant yeah i'm a little ashamed to say i actually both of pixar's films that came out last year i did i've not watched yet and i i, I definitely need to get on them what's the I'm other a one pixar fan yeah, Soul. Soul actually yep. didn't come out. It came out on Disney Plus, so that counts. Yeah, but it's still well, same same with Onward. Yeah, same no, with Onward. We, we, we can count streaming stuff as well. Chicago Seven was Netflix only as well. Yeah, I mean, like, technically, Soul didn't release until literally like last week. But like, so Christmas Day it came out. Yeah, yeah, Christmas Day. Yeah. Okay, fair. I thought it was a lot later than that. Maybe I missed it. No, it was Christmas Day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, uh, Sean, your number three. My number three. Uh, we've already talked about it twice, so I'll make it brief. Nineteen seventeen. Uh, I'm going to just say. Okay. I'm just going to say an interesting <laughs> fact. A couple of interesting facts. That's, that's all I'm going for. Uh, it took six months for the actors to rehearse the movie before they actually started shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest headaches for the film crew was a cigarette lighter that wouldn't work on cue. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a really funny fact and it's also based inspired by Sam Mendes's grandfather who's written yeah. wrote an autobiography about nice. World yeah, War yeah, II totally. 
There you go. Yeah, That's... like I, I, th- I think you like combined a few different real people and kind of like mm. composite characters. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's mostly um, inspired by his grandfather. I love yeah, that it's yeah, got yeah. old. Um, would you call it King's Landing for Game of Thrones? Big <laughs> splatified one of the main characters. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> one of the main characters enjoys jumping out of windows. Let's put it that way. In 1917, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, King Tommen, King Tommen. That's one of the main guys in 1917. It's King Tommen, is it? In Game of Thrones. Oh, wait, yes, okay, yeah, I now know what you mean. The wee blonde that jumps out the window and Cersei blows up the, the, yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, you know. That's so weird. I never pieced together. You never. Did you never? Was. No. Nah, that's I, was, like, I, was, I think I was distracted by um, George Mackay. I just remember the other guy's name, um, who is, I think, one of the best actors around right now. He's so. Good. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um, yes. No. Nineteen Seventeen is incredible. Uh, what number are we on? That was number three, right? Yeah. That was number <laughs> three. Yeah. So you're on okay, your third. Okay. Cool. My number three. I mentioned it already. Is the Invisible Man. Uh, I'll keep it brief. I loved it. Um, I I feel a little bad for the guy who plays the Invisible Man who gets maybe eight minutes of screen, screen time total and the rest of the time it's just a guy in a green morph suit, essentially. <laughs> yeah, just a guy in a fucking gimp suit. <laughs> really, really, really high. Yeah, top class gimp, top class gimp suit you've got there, mate. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Keep it to um, yourself next time, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's very, it's very, very good. Um, oh. It's a movie that will... You, it's one of those films you kind of like afterwards you're kind of looking around the empty rooms of your house in quite a different way <laughs> yeah totally oh, 100% yeah, yeah. Uh, cool I won't stay too long on that Alec you're number two number oh. two is Tenet okay number cool. two Ooh. Okay. yep okay. Um, soundtrack's amazing story was phenomenally complex and <laughs> yeah it was class but that, yeah, nice. I loved every minute of it. Nice. And, okay. Yeah, loved it. Okay. Can cool. I just- okay. <laughs> I've not got much to say. It was just amazing. Like, what else do you want me to say? <laughs> so good. No, that's fine. The can way that Christopher like, yeah. Nolan can come up with these storylines and everything just baffles me. Like, yeah, and, like another, I watched The Prestige for the first time this year as well and rewatched Inception and it's just, he's an absolute master. I would probably he say he's my favourite working director right now. I think he might be mine. Yeah, yeah. One I, of my favourites. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do uh, like directors that keep things simple as well. Like, I don't know. Like, but I'll, yeah. It's good. He does not yeah. do that. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for Chris Nolan to just do a rom-com with, like, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And we're all just like, oh my God, this is the best movie of all time. The best rom-com <laughs> ever made. Like, Batman Begins might be the closest thing he will do to that, to be honest. Yeah, it's true. Uh, true. <laughs> I'm going to uh, interject here, Jake. Did you put Tenet mm-hmm. at number one or two? Well, you'll find out when you get to it, won't you? Because I've got a funny feeling. No skipping the queue, Sean. No skipping. Because I've got got a funny... I honestly, through this whole entire thing, thought all three of us would have Tenet at number one. But you've just thrown me through a loop here. Okay, you might have just given away what your number one is. But no, give give us your number two. actually, because it's Tenet. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) I love the film, because you were there when I first saw it. Um... And I did, yeah. See, you saw it last out of all of us, didn't you, John? Yes, I did. I saw it last because I was yeah, working yeah. for most of it. Yeah, because I mean, uh, me and Jake like, saw it and we were just like, just see Tenet. And you were like, I will, I will. <laughs> it was just because I was working and I couldn't get a time. Um, yeah. 
so interesting enough, in my cinema, right, I, I this is the first time this has ever happened. So when in my cinema, you know, where the, the big main screen is, screen number one, mm-hmm. right behind where I usually stand to collect, uh, do tickets and stuff. Yeah. Every every single time Tenet was on, I could tell because all I could hear was... Yeah, totally. <laughs> was like, I lo- oh, that'll be Tenet in the big screen. <laughs> one of my favourite things about Tenet, right, is because like I obviously like the movie and I was researching stuff about it I was getting Facebook ads about it right and it was mm-hmm. just like the trailer and stuff that kept on mm-hmm. coming up in my feed and I always clicked in the comments and all the comments would, everyone was just complaining oh the music was too loud for my ears or the dialogue wasn't loud enough or everything's so it, it, it wasn't mixed right Get to fuck, man. Just listen to the goddamn movie. It's supposed to hit you in the chest. You're supposed to listen for the dialogue. Now, get back in your wee granny chair and read your book instead of watching Tenet, right? Right? Oh my God. Go watch Mary Poppins, mate, if that's what you like. Right? Wow. On your bike. Do you know how many walkouts I had for the first week of Tenet? It was yeah. mental. Everyone was like, oh, I just didn't understand it. I'm like, yeah, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. What did you expect? Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> boo-hoo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, sorry. Sorry, that was just a wee interjection. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll do my number two, which we'll give away what my number one is, but we'll do my number two. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Um, oh, okay. Cool. I was like... I, when oh. I... Yeah, when I saw when I told you to rabbit, uh, very early, like I, I think I saw it like a couple of days after it came out. Um, mm. I was immediately like, "That's my film of the year." Like I, I don't, yeah. I generally don't see how anything can beat that. Like I, it just, oh my god, it floored me. Um, there, there is a use of the song "Heroes" by David Bowie, which that song now consistently makes me cry. <laughs> like nice. it, That's fair. Um, it's just oh, I loved it. Mm. Yeah, I won't go into too much detail because we have dwelled on yeah. it quite a lot. I have nice. one um, quick thing to, to say about the film before mm-hmm. we continue. Uh, the opening sequence where they portray Hitler as the Beatles is the funniest thing I've ever seen in <laughs> cinema. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alec, you definitely need to see that film. I will. I will. Um, I will. Do. Uh, okay, Alec, give us your number one. Okay, so one thing I will say about my number one. My number one was Tenet, right? So it was my definitely okay. was Tenet till <laughs> so Christmas Day and Soul came out, right? Oh, okay. honest to God, right? You finish that movie and you you have a total diff. It's a mind altering perspective changing <laughs> movie. Honestly, you want to live your life after seeing that movie. It's oh, wow. mental. Right, yeah, okay. It's okay. like it just makes you want to like go outside and just fucking like <laughs> just be alive. It's really weird. It's That's like oddly insane. adorable. It's, it's it's like an invigorating movie that just makes you want to like live your life. It's amazing, and I love nice. movies that can do that. I think that's like nice. one of the great things about cinema is when you can finish a movie and then it actually has an effect on you. Yeah, and I think that yeah. that is one yeah. of those things. So definitely watch it. It's class. Excellent. Okay. Yes. Watch later. I did. What I did wonder if that would be your. Yeah, I was 100%. curious. Sean, See, Sean, I have no idea what your number one is going to be. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's already been talked about. Um, okay, so do you know how you're talking about movies that left? Oh, impact you, on you wee sneaky! Is it the Christmas Chronicles? <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas, cr- Christmas you know Chronicles. You know Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> oh, it's the wee Eurovision number. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know how you're talking about movies that leave an impact on you. Mm-hmm. This one left me genuinely like in a, such a weird mental state for nearly a month. 
I, I know when I saw Kurt Russell didn't know what that <laughs> <laughs> See, Alec had a really pleasant one. He had a really nice, heartwarming one. Mine is Saint Maud. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, I love horror movies. I have not uh, for the longest time. It took me, well, it took me a good couple of years till I found a movie that genuinely, like a horror movie that genuinely had an impact on me. And Saint Maud hit me in some really strange, weird way, where. Mm-hmm. It, it it made me question everything. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> "What is going on?" <laughs> because the whole thing about the the movie is is, the, is she actually like you know being affected by being contacted by God? Is she like being is she being summoned by God to become an angel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is mm-hmm. she just fucking mentally deluded? <laughs> yeah. The the yeah. very last scene, the literal two seconds that you see it, I will never forget that scene. The, the very last shot is one of the best is, last shots. Is it out like on any streaming platforms? I don't know, actually. I will check It might, be, it might be too soon, because it only came out in October. But uh, Oh, come on. The people are releasing stuff quick now, because cinemas are yeah. shit. Yeah. Get your act together. Moan it. Uh, Moan it, sit mod. Moan it. <laughs> Trust me when I say, it might... <laughs> Yous are both going like that. No, don't come out. Like, I've never seen the movie. I'm like, Moan it. Come on, See, I used to think that the Babadook was the scariest thing I'd ever seen, and then that came out. Mm. That's how. That is how highly I would recommend this film. See, I found the Babadook scary till it turned into Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not starting this conversation. Again. Not again. But yeah, Saint Maud is the scariest movie I've ever seen. It is brilliant. It is very well made, and you will absolutely love it. Nice, <laughs> sweet, excellent. All right. Tell, okay. Tell us about Tenet. <laughs> no, all right. Finally, my number one of the year is Bad Boys for Life. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, I actually, I swear to God, I thought that was, I was like, oh God, Jake, no. <laughs> oh no, what have you done? Jake, no. Who is this and what have you done with Jake? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Bad Boys for Life is not terrible. It was much better I than I thought it, it was going to be. I've not seen it. I've not seen it. On it. Uh, no, it doesn't even make my honorable, honorable mentions. Neither does New Mutants, which I, just, I was not. I was not as, as into it, Sean. But so no, was it my so, number so one. It's Sonic the Hedgehog, isn't it? It's Sonic the Hedgehog. No, Jumanji: uh, <laughs> um, The Next Level. It's um, it's Tenet. Um, <laughs> hey, of course like, it is. I so I know a lot of people are. This is quite a divisive moving a lot of ways. I think a lot of the general opinion of it seems to be it's good, but it's not kind of seen as one of Christopher Nolan's best. It's up there for me. Like, I don't think it's his best. I think Prestige mm-hmm. is his best. Um, but uh, it just, it, it was everything I wanted a movie to be. <laughs> like, That's I know, absolutely it, it's, uh, it's Christopher Nolan, my favourite director, doing really hard, deep sci-fi with weird time travel and tons Love of it. cool practical stuff and Love it. cool, cool, people wearing suits and walking places and talking about stuff and physics and you know yeah um the story itself is very it's so smart from down to the soundtrack where during the reverse parts they've got like like normal music and then during the you know i mean they've got Mm. reversed music and it's like it's just everything just like melds together to just make like ah so good yeah loved it i very good I yeah I just I I think it's a shame 
that is going to be remembered as a kind of mid-tier Nolan movie because I think yeah. just inve- inventively it deserves more than that. I don't and, see it. Uh, I don't see it like that in my head. No, but, it's. Mm. I, I honestly I don't know where I would rank it amongst Nolan movies. I it see may it end up, up in the middle, but like I see it yeah. definitely up there with Inception and in, t- in terms in sure. terms of the style of movie. Mm. Uh huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the, no, my, it's, definitely, it's definitely in that vein. Yeah. The only criticism I've got with Tenet, if I had to pick for it, is there was one too many exposition walks from my liking. <laughs> there was just yes. a one too many. There was a lot of like you know. cut to scene walking, talking about the story. Yes, we should definitely do this. Okay, now yeah, we're going just... to do this. There was there was quite a few of them, and it was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, <laughs> the, the the John David Washington and Robert, Robert Benson taking a leisurely stroll through a nice place and talking. Yeah, about and then, then they're ideas. like on a they're like on a bus. Like, yep, now we're going to break <laughs> into this place and do this. It was like, okay, <laughs> yes. I, I no, I, I don't disagree with that. That's definitely a thing that he does. The Inception does the exact same thing. Oh, totally, it, totally. It's funny because it, it's like he goes, "I want to put in as little explanation as possible into my movies," and then it goes, but "Fuck, I need to explain this." <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. Like his way around that is to go, "Right, fine, I'll dump all of it into like three scenes spread throughout the movie, and just like that'll be it." And yeah, so like what's happening? Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, totally. But no, I just like. The, the 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 reverse fights the fight scene with john david washington fighting a guy in a mask who is who is going going backwards yeah um, that is weird like and he's going he's going forwards and i just i cannot as someone who's interested in the filmmaking i cannot get my head around how you begin to even work something are we like are we doing out. spoilers on this or are we leaving it spoiler no spoilers free? let's leave it reasonably spoiler free okay um, as good. much as we Come can um because i know uh, exactly what you're going to talk about <laughs> yeah it's 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 it yeah no it, it's a it's insane crazy movie. I don't it's the fact that he does it with practical effects as well it's mad yeah, yeah I would love to know how he does that fight sequence that you were talking about Jake I, yeah I, like the practical the practicality of it yeah it really reminded it reminded me um of that scene in Inception you know that the kind whole, of fight the hallway fight, scene. The hallway yeah, fight yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah, very yeah, the same kind of incredible. movement yeah 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 and it, as far as i know it's basically they choreographed it like one person acts moving backwards and what, what's amazing about it is oh they, le- they when, learned reverse fighting yeah that's what it was yeah absolutely it? and what and then the amazing thing is that like so okay minor minor spoiler here you see that fighting twice yeah. mm-hmm. from like going in either direction um and no matter which person you're following in that fight they're winning yeah, yeah, yeah it's totally. so <laughs> like, weird. Like, is the per- the person going backwards is winning from their point of view, yeah, but yeah. from the other guy's point of view, he's acting defensively. It's so clever. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yes. Ken- uh, Kenneth Branagh, uh, also like great, villain. amazing in it. Um, yeah. Uh, being the most Russian man in the world. Um. And uh, <laughs> I don't his know. speech. His he does a good speech, Russian accent. <laughs> yeah, he does. His speech about the the balls in the neck threat. Is oh yeah, God! Probably my dialogue <laughs> of the year. <laughs> it's so good. Fair enough. <laughs> it um, is very gratifying to watch a man you don't like try to claw his own balls out of his throat before he dies. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> also, um, Elizabeth uh, Debicki, the lassie, the blonde lassie. Mm. Did you know that she is yes. the golden person in Guardians Two? I did. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So I that's a fun, fun that. fact. The golden person. Yeah, what's her name? <laughs> Aisha. Aisha. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If I have one criticism of it, it's her. Not specifically like her. Like I think she's actually very, very good in that part. It's just 
that character doesn't get a whole lot to do really you don't really yeah. get to know much about 100%. her i think that is a common criticism with all the characters in the movie the main character is literally called the protagonist you don't ever get I know. to his name yeah that's um, right yeah i like I that though. Cool. i do like it it didn't it didn't bother and it, me. Is, like, it does like have a cool ending yeah yeah mm. um but yes i think if we were to add up kind of like apply points to things in our lists 10 it would probably end up being number one because it was in yeah, our top 100%. two consistently um see if, if uh, factually when it comes to like the top the, the top movie of the year the only because I'm a horror fan, same odd was my pick. But as a general movie fan, Tenet is definitely like my number yeah. one film of the, of the year. Absolutely. So even just um, from yeah. a technical standpoint, it's just gorgeous film. Yeah. See, see, uh, um, yeah. See, you just need to watch those Pixar films or see see the animation. <laughs> see the animation in Soul. It is incredible. Like, yeah, yeah. It is. They've just taken it. They just always seem to take it that other that next step. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it gets so abstract and weird. You just, it's amazing, honestly. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. No, I will definitely be watching that. Um, and that is that. I think we can probably mm. officially call yeah. the Silver Movie question. Club's film of the year tenant. <laughs> like, I think that's probably yeah. safe to say overall. Yeah. 100%. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I could, the, the fact that I, I know that I can just stick on that soundtrack. And just listen to that all day. Yeah. <laughs> like just like yeah, pumped, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I should say by the way, like I I uh, I like that movie so much. I saw it five times. In the you did see it five times oh because God. I was working for four. See, I, saw it, I saw it once. I saw it once with my dad and my brother. I saw it once again on my own. Which the second one was very much like, okay, I want to try and understand this better because I only just hung on the first time was yeah. on my own. Then I saw it with Sean again. Mm-hmm. Um, then I was just like, I want to see that again, and I, oh went, my God. <laughs> and like, yeah. and I went and I watched it in 4DX, <laughs> with the Jesus movie seats and the wind and stuff like that. And then on the last day, I was in the cinemas. I was like, I want to see that on a big screen one last time. So I went, so I went five times in total. That's fair. Bloody hell! That is, hell. That is like a good movie to watch five times. I've never I seen a movie. It. I've never seen one movie five times in cinema. <laughs> I, I do have. that with sometimes with Star Wars. Mm. Uh, usually about three times. I think this is the most mm. times I've seen a movie in a cinema. I've, um, I've, I saw Rise of Skywalker twice. Yeah, I only so seen I think twice is, more than twice. Is the most I've done. Yeah, uh, the one movie I've seen more than twice in the cinema was Endgame. I watched that four times. <laughs> I think I, I think I saw that three times in the cinema. Because um, I went with yeah. I saw it with my work first, then I saw it with my own. And then I saw it with other people from work as well. And then I saw it with one of my other friends who lives in Edinburgh who made yeah, us yeah, coasters. Cool. <laughs> I saw Infinity War in cinemas, but I didn't see Endgame in cinemas. Endgame in oh, cinema, I was I was a wreck. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't think it lined up right. I think I was doing uni stuff. Do you know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But I. Um, Great. Cool. So I That's have like done it. Did, We've wrapped up 2020 question. and then we're on yes, to we 2021. Have. Wonder what movies will come out this year. That Probably leads fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> that leads me on to a good question, actually, to finish this off. What uh-huh. what is your most anticipated movie of for this year? Oh, um, this God. year. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Buzz Lightyear movie. <laughs> <laughs> is that this year? Is that uh, it's this year? I think so. Yeah. Chris Evans is, is the real buzz and the Toy Story universe. It's so hey weird. Guys, Why look, have they? It's the real Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Talk about a movie that we don't need. Uh, no, Do you know what I mean? I suppose. Um, so I've got three. Well, two. Two. I'll say two. I'm not too I'll, clued I'll, up on what's coming out this year, to be honest. 
So the only two movies that I'm genuinely interested in, uh, the first one is the Resident Evil movie, which got announced when Village got announced, the game. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's also getting a reboot movie, yeah. yeah. It's also getting two Netflix series as well. <laughs> it is, yeah, which, all of this is coming out roughly about April. <laughs> So I'm very excited cool. for that. And my most anticipated movie for the year would be Death, Death by the Nile, which I'm very curious about. Yeah, I, I didn't watch Murder in the Orient Express, but uh, I heard uh, good things about it. Oh, I, I just didn't either. Like that. It that looks beautiful. Was she, not? she was, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We, we um, she was. I can't remember. But yeah, um, um, I'm looking forward to Resident Evil because Paul W.S. Anderson movies were shite <laughs> <laughs> and I, you say that as one of the people yeah. that saw all of them <laughs> yeah I saw yeah, every single one of them was uh, Miss Mary Debenham ah okay nice good <laughs> yeah. for her <laughs> good for that's, her that's nice Daisy you, you're having a good time aren't you <laughs> I like Daisy Ridley I, like I love Daisy I know, Ridley I really she's brilliant well, yeah. um, okay, she's got my... a great name she's got an absolutely brilliant name for an actress <laughs> yeah, yeah totally so good yeah what right, you got for us Jake uh, yeah, very quickly. I think probably my big two are June, which was meant to come out this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Last year, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. By Denis Villeneuve, who is <laughs> the world's best filmmaker that nobody watches. Because <laughs> <laughs> his movies make no money, but they're always incredible. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited about that just because, you know, it's 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 big epic sci-fi and it's me and you know that kind of thing yeah i'm but my biggest one might be matrix 4 which is meant to be coming this that's year right. is yeah. It? yeah yes 100 yeah, yeah. that's my favorite one to come out <laughs> we're looking yeah. forward to that i yeah. completely forgot that was going to be a thing yeah because oh. uh if I'm, i really if I, I right, really hope that it does come out Do you, i mean <laughs> no i think it will i think it will we need it I, if i remember right the three of us are three of the few defenders of the two Matrix sequels. Uh, oh, totally. Yeah. I, think I love great. them. I don't care yeah, what I mean, I, you obviously can't get better than the first Matrix because it introduces no. you to that idea. So obviously anything after that is going to be okay. Not Like, you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. The yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's good. Yep. Yeah. Um, I th- and I still think all the CGI and all that still holds up. It does. Well. I watched it very well. It's got, it's got its own thing. Yeah, I, I agree with the exception of the uh, multiple Smiths fight in Matrix Reloaded, which looks it's very, a little bit it's, like he's... It's a PS2 he's game scene, but it's yeah. still very... It's stylized in the kind of right way where it doesn't look yeah. too bad. Keanu like, Reeves fighting 200 Play-Doh men. <laughs> yeah, there's like no contrast, is there? So no, no. Right. That's the... Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I like that scene in general, but yeah, that bit is He's not, fighting all yeah, the stretch They're just very elastic aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just um, fighting 150-odd uh, Stretch Armstrongs. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, exactly. tell you what, one movie that I am really meh mm. about coming out this year, um, I just don't think it's necessary, is The King's Man. Oh, yeah. That's meant to which be is a sequel, prequel to Kingsman. And it's like, <laughs> and it's got, yeah. um, do you know what I mean? It's Ralph Fiennes is like the main kind of guy that started Kingsman and stuff. And it just seems a bit like we don't need this movie. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, don't care. You know, I, I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't care. Like they give you enough <laughs> of the exposition of what how Kingsman started yeah. in the first two Kingsman movies that you just don't need a prequel. Like, yeah, totally, I would yeah. much prefer they just made a third Kingsman movie. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, I would like a third Kingsman movie. And they shouldn't have called you- it the King's Man. I think that's pish. Why have they done that? 
<laughs> they could have just called it king. They, the king. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, with James yeah. Bond, they don't fucking change the. I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> like it should just been Kingsman colon something. The prequel. <laughs> I kind of like that naming convention, like a James Bond prequel called the James Bonds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. It's like a Doctor uh, Who type thing where you get James all the original Bond. ones. <laughs> right, we should we should wrap up because we are now at two hours <laughs> for this episode. Oh, boom. <laughs> it's a what? proper podcast now. We're a real podcast team now. And then we're oh. gonna have our din- we're gonna have our dinner and then we're gonna shoot another one these straight after. So. <laughs> There's a bit of Bloody the <laughs> What a day to be alive. <laughs> oh God. Um yeah, that's uh that is Wait a minute. Oh Wait no, a minute. what's his what's he found now? What you Bob's, bring up fucking Bob's, like Jumanji. <laughs> Bob's burgers the movies coming oh, out this year. Fuck lads. off. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Oh no. Plot unknown. Oh for crazy. <laughs> Uh, if you Boom. if you want to talk about meh movies, I know we just said we're wrapping up. Wonder Woman eighty four is going to be shite. Don't go see it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> done. Uh, okay, I'm, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure Adam Sandler will release some pish that Alec will talk about later on. And <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> oh uh, God, right, that's us then. <laughs> yeah, that is that is this episode. Uh, thank you oh. for listening. Um, Thanks. Our, yep, thank you for tuning in. Yes, episode four will you. be the episode that we said it would be. Uh, that this episode would yep. be, which is us talking about uh, watching and talking about the movie Hereditary, mm. um, yes. which none of us have seen, so it should be an interesting one. Nope. That'll and be fun. Uh, yes, that will be that will be coming. Uh, some two point. weeks after this, so uh, you shall <laughs> you shall see it then. You'll and, see them. Uh, you'll listen to it at some point. So yes try try and watch hereditary if you can or if you've seen it before just you know tune in or if you don't care about spoilers just listen to us talk about it um and yeah. uh, i feel a lot of people do that a lot of people don't watch the movies when they're listening yeah, yeah, to people totally. talk about the movies they've probably like, already watched just it save them from like, watching it yeah. they've probably already watched yeah. it and they're just like oh these guys are talking about a movie i've seen that kind of thing yeah yeah totally, yeah, totally. that's why um, um yes uh, if you want to gain some contact with us you can through uh, our facebook page i will set up uh, at least an Instagram for this uh, at some point soon, yes. uh, which I assume will be something along the lines of at Salt River Movie Club. Um, so maybe just search for that, see if it's there yet. I mean, you never know. But in <laughs> or main- Salt River Pictures, one of the other. One of the other, yeah. We'll, we'll decide. Um, Tell us your favourite films. <laughs> yeah, what did you like from from last year? You can uh, you can let us know through our Facebook page, definitely at the moment, or if you want to email us. <laughs> Are you into uh, cyberpunk Salt, as Salt much as River. I am? <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you want to email us, is Salt River Movie Club at gmail.com and uh, my voice is giving out. I've been talking for so long. Same. Um, and uh, uh, yes, um, thank you for listening. Let, let us know yep, what, thank your, you. Cheers, what boys. your movies of the year are. Subscribe on whatever you listen to this on. Yeah, uh, fo- follow um, us on Spotify. We're on Podbean. We're on Apple Music. Yes, all of those we're places. Everywhere. Give us give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts uh, if it takes literally five seconds and you can do it uh, or give us a one star review it actually doesn't matter because it gives us engagement anyway it doesn't make any difference to the algorithm so fucking go for your life give us any review you know you what want. Set, <laughs> settle at three do a good medium <laughs> three that would be nice fuck you yeah. five five or nothing we, we've actually got a couple of reviews on there already which you guys should I will I will go um, read them uh, wait are they none, comments of, none of them are written by me uh <laughs> Uh, so hold on a yeah, so yeah, thank you for listening to our year in review. Thank yep. you. 
Thank you. If you've listened for the last two hours all the way through, you are a you trooper. are you are OG. You are you are you are the you are the best. Thank you. You're a wee gem. You're a wee gem. We love you. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for yes. Cool. Bye. Goodbye, <laughs> want, to, want, want to leave us on a wee movie quote, Jake? Uh, sure. Um, it is very gratifying to watch a man you don't like try and claw his own balls out of his throat before he jokes to death. <laughs> Happy New <laughs> Year! <Goodbye. laughs> right, I'm going to stop now. Hello there. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Stay on target.